your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant EMU. night yeah that's what i said friday night june 17th 2022 smackdown is off the air uh rampage road rager is on the air i don't know what the hell that means but we're live here on rant em radio rantemradio.com tune in radio stitcher itunes uh, or apple pod whatever the hell that thing is called we're just all over the place welcome one and all to the return of the rant, we are live. I repeat, live. And if you're listening on a download, no, this isn't a this isn't an old episode. It's a new one, first run show. All right. Of course, somebody who whose silver was here and now is not here, but we'll talk about that in a second. It is so good to say this. Double A, as always, being joined by Tony C. Okay, yo. And there's the silver one himself. Past his bedtime, but he's there. Silver, you can speak. See, Surfer, Surfer stayed up late because the you know the Warriors 
got another NBA title yesterday, so. So he's, he's a little over, over, uh, over exhausted. That, that, and I think he was binging, uh, uh, binging, uh, you know, a Webster marathon last week, but, but anyways. Yes, a Webster marathon. He's a big fan of Alex Karras, you know. Anyways. What was that, Tony? That's a dude that played Webster Dad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's played for the Lion. Okay. I get it. You know, and, uh, and you know, he's only had, what, four weeks, 30 days? To uh, to get this mic situation sorted out, you can talk, Surfer. It's unbelievable. <laughs> anyways, you about to fall out and go to Well, anyways, so we will Friday be. Night, it yeah. is Friday night. That's right. Now we will be joined also by the Impact player, Mr. Philip J. Rea. Um, he is doing what all New Yorkers do, and he's walking his ass home. So, uh, what was that? He's trekking through. He's trekking. He's trekking through the city right now through Staten Island, and uh, he will be joining us here shortly. Um, but uh, I guess a bit of explanation is is owed here because it is not like me to not be on the air for such a long period of time. The last time we were on, today is June seventeenth. The last time we were on the air was Tuesday, May 17th. So it was 30 days ago that we were last on the air. So a a little bit of explanation is owed here before we get into the crux of the wrestling news. (laughs) There's a lot. Um, So when, uh, when we were last with you, um... You know, I, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I can share some stuff. Um, we abruptly, uh, I abruptly ended the show while the boys were talking about uh, the uh, the Sasha Banks Naomi uh, situation. Um, when uh, we did receive some unfortunate news um, that a uh, a close family friend had, um, you know, had, had had unfortunately taken their their own life, and uh, you know, we had to deal with that. Uh, you know, while we were on the air, and um, you know, I immediately stopped the show, and we had to go take care of a few things. You know, at that hour of the night, I mean, we went out at one o'clock in the morning uh, to go and you know visit somebody, and then you know, and make sure everybody was okay, and this and that. So, um, you know, so we that was you know how things started. Um, you know, as the days progressed, um, the following week, you know, it was a planned week off because I was on vacation so I was out of town um, but uh, we come back from uh, from vacation and you know I had talked about whether or not we were going to go live on the 31st because you know work was starting a new system and and things like that so I was not sure because it was that the new system and stuff was going to be that first day that 31st so um, so it was up in the air whether or not we were going to actually do the show that day, and we thought, well, maybe we'll do the show on Thursday. 
unfortunately, what happened was it wasn't work that sidetracked me that Tuesday. Uh, my mom ended up in the hospital that Tuesday and um, with a case of pneumonia and ultimately uh, it was determined that she also had COVID and she was in the hospital for about five days and she came home the following Saturday. Over the course of that week, um, work was just kicking my ass because it was just, we were so behind and I was working 12, 13, 14 hour days. I still am. Actually, this past week and this week already, every day this week I've worked 16 hour days and I'm um, trying to get caught up and we're still we're still so behind and actually I probably will be working a full day tomorrow but at least I could do it at my leisure and um, you know it's, there's no set time for me to go in or anything like that but uh, you know so while my mom got sick I ultimately got sick I contracted COVID for the second time uh, because I was in you know close proximity of my mom due to her being in the hospital and I was in the COVID wing of the of the hospital when I was going to visit her and things like that. So I was bound to catch it. Um, I was fortunate enough that I didn't get too sick. Um, I was pretty I was kind of like crappy for maybe two days. I still got some very, very, very mild symptoms right now. Uh, it's merely just a cough, but I'm negative. I tested negative six days later. And um, so I'm, I'm in the clear, but, you know, my wife, who's a trooper and um, and really a, a godsend here, she, you know, she did, she did her best, you know, when I first got sick to try to avoid me and not get sick and this and that and she got sick. Uh, she first she came down with just a cold, and she was negative. And then, ultimately, a few days into the cold, she tested positive. Um, we are now two plus weeks in. <clears throat> My mom's still positive. My wife is still positive. Uh, my wife, my mom is better. Um, just weak, but she's better. My wife is still dealing with cold-like symptoms. Um, she's tired. I mean, we're all tired. Um, but, um, you know, that's pretty much that's what's, yeah, that's the second part. So I'm having to take care of, you know, the two girls here in the house, um, and work 16 hour days and, and try to manage everything. So my, my plate has been full, uh, to say the very least these last, uh, several weeks. And, uh, really we're doing the show today. Um, because I figured, you know, Tuesday was going to, my, my plate was going to be full Tuesday regardless because, uh, of work. And I said, it's probably best that I try to reschedule it on a day that maybe I don't have to worry about getting up the next morning and, uh, and trying to put in another full day. I can, you know, do things a little bit more leisurely when it's on a Saturday. So we ultimately agreed upon, at least some of us did, that it would be best that the show would be for this week at least, to do the show on Friday. Because, to be honest with you, there's a lot that I want to talk about that's happened in recent weeks, especially today. And and I need a distraction right now. I need a little bit of diversion and distraction in my life. And uh, the show helps, you know, uh, take my mind away from the everyday things that are going on. and, uh, And so it's good. So, two of the three people on this call, you know, thought that Friday was okay. 
one person in particular said, I can't do Friday because it's too late. You know, it's well past my bedtime. But that person's here under the mere fact that there's just too much going on wrestling-wise to pass up a great conversation. So he's here. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Am I right, Surfer? I mean, I think he's there. He says he the app keeps crashing on him, so but he can hear us. So, but anyway, so Surfer's here on a. I guess to, when it when it when when it's time to go Betty by. He will probably bow out, but. Surfer, or not Surfer, but Phil will be here shortly, and Phil will uh, join the discussion as well, because, my oh my, lots to talk about. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what's been going on. Now, the show going forward, okay, let's address that, okay? I'm not making any guarantees right now that we're going to be on the air on Tuesday night. Right, at least right now, I still maybe need another two weeks to get things in order, but that doesn't necessarily mean we won't be on the air. Now, I will converse with everybody off the air or you know, text or whatever, and see if uh, you know, next week, uh, we'll assess how things are going, and if it's okay with everybody, we'll try to do this again next Friday. Um, but uh, to, to at least get a show in and in the can and out the door and, and things like that. Um, so don't hold your breath right now that we will be on the air this Tuesday. Because first of all, it's Friday night. Not much is going to happen between now and Tuesday night. You know, it, had to, it would have to be a real active Monday for a lot to go down for us to talk about on Tuesday at this point. But then again, a lot happened today. So, um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see, but right now, just, just, you know, be patient. And I promise we'll, we'll get back to our Tuesday night time slot, uh, every week here, um, real soon. So on that note, let's go around the room and see what's going on in everybody's personal lives. And with that, we say hello to Tony C and Tony C, I mean, we've been texting and things like that, but I mean, really, I, I don't know anything that's going on with you. Developing situations around here, but uh, nothing, nothing too, too um, hectic right now. Uh-huh. Uh, looks like we may be hitting the road. Uh, um, Fourth of July weekend, so okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Right, three day weekend. So, so um, other than that, you know, just taking it easy, you know, staying out of the way. All this double A getting abrupt with all the keeps keeping me abrupt. Men leave abrupt with all the news going on. Oh yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll digest, digest it all <coughs> here. And if I cough, you know, bear with me, folks, because, you know, that's part of the, what's going on here. I've developed this damn cough that if you listen to this show for any length of time, when I develop a cough, it takes a while to go away. So, 
Anyways, go ahead, Tony. Getting all these uh, breaking news alerts around it. Man. Oh my god! And it's not. Right, and, and, and you know what? It's not like I kept my phone attached to me during the last few weeks. A lot of the stuff that's happened, I ha- I found out like at night when I checked sites and I checked Twitter and this and that. But the news of today found out first thing this morning. Because several uh, places broke the story this morning. One of those being our good friends at the uh, at the ESPN Television Network. There's also this enormous breaking news that was just brought to me at our news desk here today, and it involves Vince McMahon. You may have heard the stories about this earlier in the week. McMahon, the legendary CEO and chairman of Worldwide Wrestling Entertainment, is stepping aside. Worldwide. in hush money to a former employee over an affair. The WWE says that McMahon voluntarily stepped back from that role. In a statement, McMahon says he will cooperate with the investigation. As there is, and if there is any further information on that, we will, of course, bring it to you immediately. So, we'll we'll get into the crux of what exactly is going on, because there's a lot going on. Okay? Now, Surfer, did you get your shit situated yet I can hear you now well the app kept crashing on my uh, phone does anybody notice that only surfer has these issues I just say hey, hey I updated it like they asked me and then I was crashed anyways alright so surfer how you been over the last 30 days I know you saw a shitload of movies Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't give a damn about the movies. But what? Uh, what? Anything else happened with you over the last thirty days? No, nothing life changing. Nothing life changing. Rather, no. you know, just making it day by day. As you saw, I got me a new T-shirt. Oh, that's right. You got yourself a new T-shirt. Shout out to new t-shirts. Yes, yes. Surfer was very proud of his new t-shirt. Yes, he was. Yes. And and I and just because I want to bust his balls. Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna be here too long, so. No, no, no. That's fine. I want to bust your balls because, you know, this is in me trying to, you know, get things in order to prep to do this program today. You know, I had already contacted Phil knowing that Surfer was going to give me a hard time. And um, and I just want to read some of the back and forth that we had. I said, I said, okay, if we're, we're going to do the rant on Friday night, Surfer, if you can make it, great. He goes, I can do eight or nine. Ten is too late for me. I said, I'm working until, I'm working until eight. I only worked until six today, but that's besides the point. He goes, not, and then uh, Tony C was like nine o'clock, and I'm like, no, ten o'clock. And I, and I, and I asked, and I asked, is it? And I asked, is it cool? And Tony C agreed, and whatever. And I said, like I said, server, come in your pajamas and pass out on the air. It's okay. He goes, I'll set my DVR and watch it the next day. This is referring to SmackDown. This is before we knew what was going on. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, you, oh, you were talking. Oh, there's Phil. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud Phil and clear. Jay Reyes in the building. Damn, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, I just, it's okay. I'm using, I'm using, no, I'm setup, so. it's all right. It's all right. So, so server replies. Server replies. Let's do it Saturday afternoon. And I say, I say, let's do it Friday at ten. He goes, I'm busy on Saturday because you know I know what my day is going to be tomorrow, and. Um, and I go, if you can't make it, it's okay. Don't worry about it. He goes, what about a Sunday night heat show? And I go, and this is my reply. This is a classic double A reply for server. I got a better idea. Why don't you do the show? This was Tuesday. Why don't you do the show tonight without me? And then I, re- I responded, oh, wait, I forgot. So, um, so, yes, surfer was trying to bust my chops for doing this program too late today because it's inconvenient for him. It's past his bedtime, but he can't help himself, so he's here. <laughs> so, so I'm glad you're here, Surfer. 35 minutes. Right, well, that means the pill, that means that means he's got to take a, he's got 35 minutes, it's 1024, that means he got to take a piss at 1059 and then go to bed nope. at, at 11. So, anyways, uh, with that, I say hello, Philip. How are you? How have you been? I've been all right. Um, just hanging in there, you know. Surviving, doing the grind. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a bit of a, a deal. I, but, uh, you know, I've been following back. your pa- your posts and things like that. I know you. Yeah, you know, I, I try. I, I'm, I'm pretty transparent on social media. It's it's, yeah. it's obvious. I, I, I not everything gets on there. I just. It, it's just certain things I just just learning that I can't control, you know, just shit that I gotta just deal with and get by, and you know. That's all but you uh, this keeps this keeps me busy, this stuff. So yes, yes. So like I'm I said, not, I'm here tonight to to get a distraction out of what's going on here. So. Yeah, you know what? I was I was really happy. We, you know, we, we pre-recorded today, so yeah. I was um I had said to the to the, to the kids, I was like, listen. I said, the rant's tonight. I said, you may get a run-in from somebody on the show. I can't guarantee it. You know, I was joking, obviously. I knew I was going to come on, but right. um, I'm glad you guys are back. I was, Surfer actually texted me the other day, but I didn't want to I, I say I was going to come on. I wanted to surprise everybody, but, but I was talking to Surfer the other day. Just, you know, Surfer was doing like a wellness check, which I appreciated. Um, and, yeah. uh, you know, just glad you guys are back. You know, I know, I know. This, listen, life happens. We're grown-ups. Yes. We can't always do, you know, shit happens. Yes. And, 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 and like I said, like I said a few minutes ago, we'll see the the state of the the show on Tuesday nights, at least for the immediate future. And by immediate, we're talking max thirty days. Um, you know, at least on Tuesday nights, we'll probably be in question. But um, you know, and if we can maybe do this on Friday, at least temporarily at this hour, um, maybe we'll do it. You know, we'll we'll. We'll go week by week and, and and see how things are. But um, so here we are. Lots to talk about, like I said. And, um, you know, in I don't even know where to begin because <clears throat> here's where we left off with you last was the whole Sasha Banks, Naomi saga. And since then, the wrestling world has been turned upside down, inside out, in every facet imaginable. By the way... This is going to air. By, by the way, uh, 
shout out to uh, the, the, the to Rob and I believe his brother because they were in my neck of the woods uh, this past week and they offered you know Rob said hey let's meet up and I said hey yeah no can do um, but uh, but uh, but I appreciate the uh, the gesture I told him uh, you know if you're gonna come down here you know at least get a decent meal on your own volition and uh, you know then I come to find out he's down here without a car and I'm like you're stuck on South Beach without a car in my and I go well you know it's South Beach and I go yeah exactly it could be worse it could be worse but there's like no good food on the beach I told him I said you're stuck in the hotel and he's in tourist mode dude he don't know all the good spots that's like, why I was here. but I was telling I said get your ass I told him get your ass an Uber and Uber to somewhere and I said I probably will have to do that and I said good do yourself a favor and do that. But he's up in Ocala already, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. He passed through my neck of the woods. Yeah. I'm here in Leesburg. Yeah, he drove through uh, Tony C's uh, area. And... Oh, he was on and was like, boom, boom. No. Yeah. Well, anyways. So, Chris... Oh, so, Jade Cardgill, who I think is a talentless person, is uh, Chris Jericho's Entertainer of the week, okay. Oh, Christ. All right. Anyways, so we talked about uh, Sasha and Naomi. So the latest update, as of yesterday, was that the rumor and quote unquote innuendo in the world right now is that Sasha has been released by the WWE, and there was a uh, a, a tweet by pretty reputable source that said the rumors going around are in fact accurate. Um, Long time coming though because she's always had a problem. She's she's difficult to work with. Yeah, she's problematic. And I don't care what uh, when I talked about this the last time 30 days ago. I still can't believe it's been 30 days. But the, the last time I talked about this, I said, you know, I understand why they did what they did, but that under no circumstances does it make it right. And I feel bad for Naomi because I think Naomi probably was coerced into doing that. And um, she's probably paying the price for it now. But that's neither here nor there. This, the focus is on Sasha and what is going to be the future of Mercedes Veronado. Because, you know, Sasha Banks, that's a WWE-owned name. Um, she's going to come in as a Mercedes when she go to AEW. Oh, yeah. That's exactly where she's going. You know, because she's going to yeah. get she's going to get gobbled up by a Tony Khan, and, uh, and that's what's going to happen. And that now goes to the next thing that we haven't been able to talk about. And I, I, you guys chime in on anything here that I that I ramble about here. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Like he really get the hell out of there. So he pretty much hit the nail on the head when he said, you know, Tony's just buying up all these talentless WWE guys. I don't know if he used the word talentless, but he used a lot. He used, he's spending all this money for WWE guys, and here's the guy that's drawing all the ratings and all the money for the company, 
and you know he just he just wants a little bit more cheddar. That's all he wants, and he can't get it. Now, supposedly he has since gotten it, but there was an edict issued by the fine folks of Warner Media because we don't call it Turner Broadcasting anymore. Um, Warner Media has issued an edict saying we don't want any mention whatsoever of MJF on television, in any press, commercials, nothing. He is to be removed immediately. And right now, that's where it stands. The MJF situation is in limbo. It looks like it was a work because otherwise, why the hell would that promo have aired on television? Okay? Especially the part where that didn't make air on TV. Where he called him a mark. But, uh... Oh, Tony Khan and Mark. You didn't hear that part? No, I missed that one. Oh. Uh, I, I played the whole promo in, in uh, on the throwbacks. I think last week or the week before, Tony, so you can catch it if you don't want to okay. do it. Oh, let me see here. Let me see if we can at least play that, that those 20 seconds at least. Because yeah, that it is... Was, it was good, man. Very piperish. We came up to my house. Was the road crooked? Was the road straight? And, and it, it was it was on the level of uh, Piper when Piper goes, "You, you, you piece of shit!" You know, like it was it was borderline that. Here, here it yeah, is. Here's the audio. Yeah. I never had my hair crimped, and I never had my nails done. Here's the final moments. Tony, I want you to fire me. Tony. Don't tell me down, you piece of shit! Shut your mouth! Look at me, Tony! Look at me! I want you to fire me! You fucking mark! Fire me! Fire me! And, and then they cut his mic off. Uh, okay, so, I remember that part. So, it was good, I enjoyed that. It was a good, good, real promo. Worked or not, it was a great promo. This kid's not even in his prime yet. No. 26 you know, it, years old. And he's not a bad hand in the ring either. I don't know how many matches you've seen him in, but he's got he's got it. Yeah. He's got it. He's got it. It's not, and I'm not being New York biased. Uh, you know what I normally am. But he's he's got it. Yeah. And he's really, like, he, he makes me want to watch AEW. Like, he, you know, I'll buy a ticket. I don't buy tickets to watch many people anymore, unless they're from Japan or somewhere else, but right. I don't buy tickets to see anybody at that anymore. I'll buy tickets to see him. Right. And, and you know, if, if you if you listen to what Jim Cornette said prior to the um, pipe bomb promo, um, because that's that's now the modern day pipe bomb promo. Yeah. Um, he said that in his dealings with MJF, when they both were in uh, MLW, he said to tell you the truth, he never had any issues with MJF, that he was always very professional. Um, he, he came in, did what he was supposed to do. He never, you know, quite, he was, he, it was rare that he would question something. Um, and, and that he a hundred percent believes that, you know, that if, if everything that's going on is true in terms of him not getting paid, that means that that's, it has to be true because he did not seem like the type to, you know, go off in in such a manner and do 
the things that he did because what constituted what what prompted that promo on uh, Dynamite was that was the Wednesday following the pay per view, and MJF no showed a um, meet and greet a meet and greet, and then he booked himself a, a ticket home. Yeah. So um, you know, it was there was a lot of things. And they didn't know whether or not he was going to make the pay-per-view, and he ultimately made the pay-per-view, but it was a squash. So, um, but a squash probably done, you know, deliberately. So, he completely believes that everything is real in the context of what is being said in terms of the issues. Now, whether or not the promo was a work is still up in the, is up in the air and it's still debatable, but... He believes that if MJF is screaming for more money because he deserves it, it's because he actually does deserve it. I, I just want to piggyback on Jim Cornette for a second because I, I picked him. Up, I picked Jim Cornette apart last week about something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I'm, let me just premise this by saying I, I love Jim. I mean, we all love Jim Cornette. Right. He's part of our childhood. He's helped every position in the business. He is. He's. He's. He's a. He's a. A guy that people look up to. He's a curator. Of amazing memorabilia in history, he's a great. Yes. He's a great. He's, a, he's an ambassador to wrestling. He's got a. God, he's got a goddamn museum in his house. Correct. My issue with him is my issue with him is he's in a three hours he does every week. He's very bipolar yes, when it is. comes to current stuff and yes, stuff he doesn't like. Yes. Okay. There are a lot of times where he's perfect. Like last week, he mentioned that there was only like twelve minutes of wrestling on one of the w, on one of the Raws. Literally just twelve hours, twelve minutes of wrestling, and the rest of it was all commercials and 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 promos. Right. This week. Well, yeah, whatever it was. I but yeah, the first half hour, it was no, it was nothing but talking. Correct. Correct. So, but then, but see, I think with him, with Cornette, I think he gets caught up in. By the time he got to work for Vince after Smoky Mountain, during Smoky Mountain. The lines weren't that blurred yet. No. Reality, reality wasn't being bled into storylines and, and shit like that. Everything was still kayfabe. Mm. Everything was still old school, which is fine. But I think that the industry passed him by in the sense that he's worked for Ring of Honor. He's worked for MLW. He's worked for Ohio Wrestler, Ohio Valley. He's done every position. He's been an owner, a booker, a, a, a talent. He's done everything. But when it comes to like the current stuff, and I know he he's got beef with the Bucks, he's got beef with Meltzer, he's got beef with Omega, but like he, you know, he just takes apart stuff. Like he'll break down a a pay per view or or a weekly show and get nothing out of it. How are you a wrestling fan and not get anything out of a three hour show or two hour show, whether it be a, a promo or I'm sorry, sorry, a promo or a match or a skit. There's got to be. There's always something positive in one of those shows because of the talent that they have. Mm-hmm. Right. The thing about it is, if you go, if you watching Raw at this point, expecting wrestling matches, you got nothing coming, man. You set right. yourself up for failure. So right, because it's a, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a show about wrestling. It's not a wrestling show. Yes. Right? Am I, am I right? Right. Yes. Right, wrestling is secondary. Right, but there's 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 hints of what we love. There's hints of it in certain guys, whether it be Roman, whether it be Seth, whether it be KO, whether it be one of the one of the one of the girls. You know what I'm saying, Surfer? Like, am I making sense or no? No, you are. But my thing about Cornette, I think the main problem with him is 
he's on the sideline. He's not involved in the business. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but he doesn't want to be involved. He doesn't want to be, though. He can. And, and and you know what? He's making a fortune doing what he's doing now. Yeah. Sponsorship. He's selling dolls and merch. and yeah. Forget about it. He's, 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 a fuck, he's making a mint, that guy. Yeah. A real power position in a real company, and he didn't have to deal with who he thinks doesn't belong there. He would be back. But like, if he was in WWE, he had to deal with Lauren Hayes. Not and, uh, he was gone before Lord Jr. was still in in uh, when when Jim Cornette got fired from WWE because a lot of people forget that he got fired from WWE. Um, Jim Ross was still in charge of all the talent, so he the only one he reported to was Jim Ross, right? And he was talking about characters last week. Does he did he forget the Christmas creature from Smoky Mountain? That was his booking. Well, like I mean, he said he he doesn't get like he's. He's naive yes. to certain... Back, back in the days stuff, man. They're not coming back with their nostalgia. Come on, dude, I do a nostalgia podcast. I love the right. I love nostalgia. But my but my thing is I still I still like the current stuff. Right. So but okay. for me as a fan as a fan, maybe because I'm a little older fan, I don't know. He's a he's got a he's got a huge fan base. People follow him, they write songs for him, they but they they he, his cameo basically pays his mortgage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's yeah, like he's got he's got Buku money it's right now, but it's like it's it's three hours to kill on my way home from work back and forth every day. He's got that I don't know, man. It's it's, it's man, not like cool. Yeah. That's what it I is. Loved it when, I loved it when it was this way type situation. Like yeah. that's how we never coming back and you wanna watch that stuff. <laughs> Turn on Peacock. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. right. Man. Turn on Peacock. I'm not, I'm looking for 1997, 1998 when I turn on the TV, turn you know, on their product. Yeah, with me, the heyday is 83 to like 96. I mean, that's right. right. And then after that, it's it. you pick your poison. Exactly. So, right. Certain things in WCW were fantastic. Some of the things were awful. Certain things in the Attitude Era were great. Some of them are awful. Katie Vick, uh, May Young's hand. You know, a lot of things annoyed my life. But I picked out certain spots, certain promos, certain characters. You guys and girls that you emotionally invested. In. You, you mean to tell me Jim Cornette can watch a three-hour show and uh, AEW runs a four and a half-hour pay-per-view? You mean to tell me you couldn't pick one positive thing out of a fucking four and a half-hour pay-per-view? You're out of your mind. I'm sorry. I can understand why maybe he was... Now, I did not watch the pay-per-view. I did not hear his comments because, you know, obviously, everything that's going on here, I, I didn't have time to review everything. But, but, based, but, but based on what I've heard, the length of that pay-per-view was totally unnecessary. Unnecessary? And it was done, and it was done only because... Of Game Seven between the Heat and the Celtics uh, well, in the in the yeah. Eastern Conference well, Finals. Yeah, but also he bought he but, but Dixie Con bought extra time for uh, for Owen's wife too. So that's another reason why I went a little longer because he he, did, he didn't know how long the ceremony was going to take for the presentation of the trophies and the belt that she gave them. And she, it's, she still, it's still it's still it's still it's still unnecessary. It's I get unnecessary, yeah. yeah. Four and a half. It went. It went past. Look, we com- we complain about it with WWE, 
And right. but W the difference the diff the big difference between WWE and AEW in that aspect. WWE plans a four and a half hour pay per view. AEW put an, a four and a half hour pay per view together 100%. at the last minute. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I but I mean I'm I was talking more about the 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 in ring stuff. Right, right. You know, like they, I'm telling you that they they some of those matches are quality. Some of them are filler and not necessary and not very good. But, like, if I'm doing 60, 40, 70, 30, something, they only do four a year, you know? So it's like if you if I'm doing 60, me as a fan, doing 60, 40, 70, 30, it's not that bad, okay? The length of them is awful. I, I, that's, I wholeheartedly agree. But, like, if Jim, Corn, if Jim Cornette of all people can't pick something positive out of a three, four, five-hour show, I'm sorry. Yeah. Stay home. Stay Makes off sense. the airwaves. Stop it. Go go sell your merch. Go go do a nostalgia podcast like all of your peers are doing right now. Okay. Yeah, I try. Everybody, I, yeah, I, I, with with Cornette, I try. That's why I listen to his stuff primarily on YouTube. And yeah. so if I, you know, his stuff is broken up into the segments. So if I see a segment that will pique my interest, I usually will listen to that segment. But when he's getting into the current of the, like. Jim Cornette reviews this past Tuesday's NXT or whatever. I don't, um, I don't, I don't. I don't I even don't the guy who co-hosts with him is the same way. It, there's no, he does he, and he even does a nostalgia podcast, but that dude, there's no yin and yang to that double A. No. You and I talk, we, we, and we, when I talk with you guys, we disagree about certain things. But that's what makes that that's that's what makes the debate really good. The conversation. These two J Brones, they just pick on everything, and it's like, what's what? You guys don't like you guys. Dis, you can't disagree about something, and and like it or dislike it. Like it's just it's. And again, I love. I'm, let me promise this. I love Jim Cornette. He's I love him to death, and I and I and I listen to him a lot. But it's it's I got to do it in spurts now because, yeah. you know, it's it, it, for Go me. Yeah, like I'm not. I come on, man. You, you, it ain't that bad, you know. It could be a lot worse, you know. It, and it, it's not. It's not mid south from eighty four. It's not. It's not Crockett from from eighty five to eighty nine. It's none of that no more, man. That stuff is done. But it, and it's amazing. He could do an entire podcast on his career. Uh, someone recently asked him how many miles he put in driving rent the cars. He said he's got to put over a million miles. Traveling the country. See, I love that stuff. I love when he talks about that stuff. Yeah, because you know what? He's done it. Yeah. He's done every. He's he's been. I think he's been a referee too, and he's done every single position in the business in professional wrestling, and has worked and worked for every company except. Oh, AEW. he was so and he was so good as yeah. talent. But like, come on, man! I mean, your peers are out here. Just like just looking for like they're doing nostalgia stuff. They're show, they're doing the cons. They're doing the 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 conventions and they're doing the all the stuff that they that they to keep them relevant. He doesn't even have to do that. That's how that's well, how famous. Well, he, is. he he just talked about how he just went out to dinner for the first time in two years, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and he was yeah. all excited. Like I love going out to dinner, but I haven't gone out to dinner because of COVID and this and that and whatever. And I just went out for the first time to a restaurant and I enjoyed it. And yeah, well, I, you, you know, know so he's a recluse on top of that. It, yeah, it's it's he's, he's he's yeah he is a recluse. I'm just I you know it, it's there's so much negativity going on 
between social media and podcasting and, and also the, with wrestling, I should say. Yeah. You know, and we we always try to keep optimism uh, <coughs> and keep the glass half full because we want to draw an audience. We want to have fun talking about wrestling. Absolutely. He does the same thing and makes money off of it. Yeah. So now you, you're taking the public's money. At least put something out there. Give give these kids an incentive to watch something. Don't don't turn them off because they're constantly going on social media like, oh, Jim Cornette said this, and they're tagging him in this, and and he pretends he doesn't look at it, but he I know he does. But you know what? He knows it's also. The, his commentary makes him money. Yeah, so I, he, it's, it's, he knows. He knows if he he knows not not too many people are going to be interested if they sit there like, oh, I love AEW this week. I love WWE this week. I love you know this this week. They won't, they won't, they won't listen anymore. Yeah, they want to hear <laughs> him raise hell. Yeah, and he's such a um, he's so like in terms of people he doesn't like. Yeah. So I'm in the bathroom the other day and I'm taking a Russo. And, uh, yeah, I'm taking a Russo, and I'm, I'm reading something on the interwebs, and I'm like, he, he refers to, to defecation as, as as a Vince Russo. Yeah. We can't, dude. You don't, and he talks about how he hates Vince Russo every single fucking episode. Uh, like, God, we get it. We get it. It was terrible. It was a terrible time, terrible booking. We get it. But he's gone, and you're still relevant. Yes. That, that, that's that, there's there's the proof right there in the pudding. And Vince you know Russo's trying to stay relevant, so trying to and and like the and rest failing, of his peers and failing. Correct, but the rest of his peers: Bischoff, uh, DDP's got one. Jake's got one now. <sighs> Shivani's got a podcast. On Anderson's got a podcast. Jay told me today that, that Jeff Jarrett's podcast is fantastic. I you I know what I haven't heard Jeff Jarrett's podcast, but after seeing Jeff Jarrett on the Broken Skull Sessions, I may give it a listen. Because it was it was it was good, and I I, I would want to hear some of the older stuff. The issue that that has me though, all these podcasts have one common denominator that I can't stand. Conrad. Conrad. Yeah. Phil, come on, come on, come on, Starcast. Okay, Conrad, I'll be in Chicago that weekend. Yeah, I'll take three hundred dollars too. Now you bag of fried dicks. That's that's another horror. Well, yeah. I'm not paying three. You know he's charging two hundred dollars for the Ric Flair package to watch on Fight TV. And I heard, I heard two hundred dollars, two hundred bucks to watch his father-in-law probably die in the ring. And you get the the, the roast, and you get the Starcast stuff. Like two hundred dollars for for pay per view. No, he wants. He's got no issue exploiting. These wrestlers for money. Law. He's a lot of people. A lot of people accuse Vince of exploiting people and then just throwing them off the side like a like a like a used mattress. Conrad is doing the exact same thing, but in a much worse fashion. Because because and we're going to talk about Vince here in a second, but Conrad is just using and abusing all these people. And doing the exact same show with an interchangeable person. It's one thing to do the rant, and it's another thing to do turnbuckle throwbacks. Those are two entirely different shows. But if I did the rant on Tuesday, and Phil came around on Friday and did the exact same show. Shenanigans. How is that good? But Con and I don't know what time of day he manages to, you know, to do his real job of that stupid mortgage company financing thing that he has, which, by the way, is advertised 
everywhere, all over the his podcast, everywhere's savewithconrad.com. Um, everything has his name on it. He's on every single show. I have a hard time finding a couple of hours to do this program while everything is going on in my life. What the hell does he not? You know, he married Ric Flair's daughter. Do they do they not do anything? I mean, look, how many shows could he, does he do? Like ten shows? At what time of day does he get up to take a shit? Well, maybe I, I I'm I'm gonna just assume that the the real estate venture is pretty lucrative because if it wasn't, now I was married to a, a mortgage broker, yeah, and I and I know for a fact <coughs> that if you don't if you don't get those mortgages, you those all that's all commission based, right? No salary, yeah. Right, that's the key. Oh, but 100%. it sounds it sounds like though that he left that business and is letting it run itself, and he's collecting yeah. a paycheck. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly, a, exactly, Tony. A mark has become the number one podcaster in the planet, and he's not even a good post- podcaster at that. Yeah, and listen, we're all marks. At that this point. this douchebag ended up hosting, you know. The dark side of the ring stuff on Vice with the producers when they were, you know, like reviewing previous episodes and stuff. Like, that's how, in, like, now he's the guy that AEW goes to for a pod. Like, he's a trusted wrestling journalist. Yeah. And and he's got, now he, it's, it's credible, too, unfortunately. He's got to the point now where he's got, he's in that deep. I where see he's very cred- deep. Where he's well, yeah, where he's credible. So I mean, it's still, it's still, it still has a stank on it, though. I'm, That's uh, disgusting. You know, for... I, I can't stand it. Disgusting. But, you know, but right, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like it's just, it's, I don't know. It just, just doing a, you know, get back to the corner. Like it's just, just you know, stop being so, stop being a bitter Betty, man. You know, yeah, ain't that bad. I mean, it's bad, but it ain't that bad. Yeah. So. To circle back around now, so the MJF thing happened, and then the injuries start. We start with Phil Brooks. Well, we start with Daniel Bryan. He's hurt. Uh, Phil Brooks, then CM Punk, the current All Elite Wrestling World Champion. And this is something that really busts my balls big time now, because... You know, I had a little repartee with uh, Lee via voice message in, uh, earlier in the week. And he goes, he was questioning Roman being off TV. He's Hollywood Hogan now. But wait, let me, let me, let me justify. I, I, I gave a very good explanation to Lee. And I got to tell you, you know, what's happening here. So... Roman did his thing tonight, though. Roman worked tonight yeah. because he goes. Roman has Roman's not on TV. Roman's not defending the title and whatever. And lo and behold, Roman defended the title tonight on television. But I told, and, I told, I told. But this is what I told Lee. I said, Lee, I want you to look at it this way, okay? Roman was on TV every week up until a couple of weeks ago, and. SummerSlam is at the end of July. Roman's not going to be gone that long, and Roman is not going to miss SummerSlam. And he's definitely going to wrestle at that UK pay-per-view at the beginning of September. 
And then if, money in the bank. Uh, are we sure that he's going to wrestle at Money in the Bank? Well, after tonight. Well, unless, that's, unless that's probably a build for SummerSlam. Oh, I'm but that. but uh, why I don't know. But but the point is, after the UK pay per view, you know there'll be that eight week break between the UK pay per view and the Survivor Series. Roman will come and work the Survivor Series, and then we know that there's a downturn in the business after that because it's the holidays and things like that. And he'll probably be off TV, and then he'll come back for the Royal Rumble, and then by then we'll be in WrestleMania season. Is uh, so I so I, so I put it like this. I said, is Roman really going to be gone that much? You got to acknowledge Big Show season. <laughs> no, that's what I meant. But I, yeah, I go, yeah, is yeah, is yeah, Roman yeah. going to be gone that much in reality? No, no he's not. No, not he's going to be gone maybe two, three weeks at a oh, stretch, oh. and and this and that. But oh wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They bringing back Brock Lesnar for him to get beat again. I I don't know what happened there, and I don't have an explanation for that because that caught me off guard. Uh, you know, we had this conversation <clears throat> a few years ago with Cena. How Cena when when Cena was at the top, he, it was it was just safe. They kept bringing the same guys, throwing the same guys at him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're doing the same thing with Roman, not because of Roman per se, but because they don't know how to write anybody else in at this point. Like you, you have guys in the back that can go. They say Orton's back. Orton's yeah, yeah, yeah. Orton's back messed up, so he ain't, he ain't on that type of time. But there's got to be, but there's, there's, but there's other people that can, he can run with. Well, you know what I'm saying? I, I got been di- choppy. Choppy uh, is 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 insisting that Roman holds that belt to Mania. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to piggyback off that comment right there, Phil. So. Let's 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 talk about this because and Surfer, I know you're you're gonna your bedtime's coming up here soon. Here's and I'm gonna and I will talk about CM Punk here, but to piggyback off what Phil just said about Roman holding the title till WrestleMania, I think Roman is gonna hold the title till WrestleMania and beyond WrestleMania. I think we're in the midst of a possible three-year championship reign. That's what I'm predicting right now. But that's besides the point. Oh, no, he got to drop that belt of Cody Rhodes. Okay, and, uh, but that's where I'm man. going. That's where I'm going. So look what happens. Cody Rhodes has this match with Seth Rollins. We go, we we have that, that uh, Seth cuts that promo on Monday Night Raw. Uh, where was it? In Greensboro or whatever. And they had that, that, that fight on the outside in the crowd. And Cody partially tears his pec, goes and works out during the week, tears the pec completely off the bone. And the news comes out that he's hurt. He may or may not work the pay-per-view and whatever. Come to find out, he says he's going to work the pay-per-view. Not only Cody this – is, this is where Cody's smart, okay? Not only, and I, and it's not only Cody that did, that played a role into this. I'm sure there was Vince and other people that played into this. But not only did Cody work the pay per view with a horrific injury, one of the worst injuries I've ever seen somebody work with in a match before, from start to finish. I can't, I can't think of any other instance where we've known somebody to be that injured and work the entire
entire match. With one arm, by the way. With one arm. I think the bruise looked worse than the injury. But but you're correct. But still, knowing how 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 bad the injury was, he worked the match. The match was was as as decent as it was going to be. But it was a great story that they told in the ring. It was compelling. And with that one match, and Cody says, "Screw it! I'll suck up the pain. I'll su- I'll get through it." Cody cemented himself as not only a Hall of Famer, but a future WWE Champion. And now that it was announced just this past week that Cody's going to be out for up to nine months, he'll be back by Mania. He will be back. It's almost it's almost set in granite at this point that Cody will return at the Royal Rumble, win the Rumble, and face Roman for the uh, for the title if they decide to drop the plans. Because right now the 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 name on the docket for WrestleMania against Roman is The Rock. So, uh, but I want but I want to go back to to to, a, to a Tony C's question before we go. I'm sorry, we're we jumping everywhere. Yeah, I yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But why Brock again? I think that, because they just didn't have anything he's else. Not be, if he's not going to be at this point, it don't make no sense. Filler. He's not going to be Filler. And they picked, you know, I, I thought Raw was, I thought SmackDown was in Atlanta tonight. I had no idea that it was in Minneapolis. So it made yeah. sense to bring him back uh, tonight. So... Um, He's a glorified job at this point. When the last time Brock Lesnar won a match, who he beat? He won. Okay, he won the chamber. Sammy, he won. You know, he won the chamber. And he think he beat Sami Zayn on TV before that. But yeah, I, I, again, I, I, I call it the John Cena syndrome. It's safe. It's safe. A, like you know, it's very it's safe. safe. Yeah, and, I, and I, don't, I don't know why they're doing that. Speaking but. of safe, John Cena will be on on Raw Monday night. Right, they bring him back to bury off the theory. I don't if have an issue with that. Be- <laughs> if he come back and beat that man for the U.S. title, well, I, I, mean, I don't, I don't know about, I don't know about beat him for the long. U.S. title. But if he comes in and whoops his ass, I won't have an issue with that. <laughs> that match is happening. I mean, you think they're just doing this? He just coming in for a spell? No, they don't build this center cow. So he gonna wrestle. I like I like Austin Theory more and more every week. Nah, he's a talent, man. I'm getting. Yeah. I, I mean, I was I was a fan of him before, but I'm liking him more and more every week. Double A. I we uh, the throwback today was the very first TNA uh, NWA pay per view uh, show wow. from uh, the first episode. Remember the, week, the weekly pay per views? Yes. Today was the, the Sunday's the anniversary. It's the, the 20 year anniversary. Um, we did the first episode. Austin Theory reminds me of a young AJ Styles. Absolutely. It, 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 I'm watching that today, and I'm watching him against Jerry Lynn and Low Key, and I'm like, yo, it, it's it's really it's 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 scary how the the comparison. Oh, so you're saying yeah, oh. Cena should Cena got to come in and do the right thing, man? Why not? It ain't gonna. It ain't gonna. T- it ain't gonna take away nothing from him. He's got nothing to lose, and he's got the rep. He's got. He's done it all. Like he's. 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 He was the. You know. He was on. The, he was on the posters before Roman. You know. It's like it's that kind of party. He had the lunch boxes and the and the and the, the, the hip hop album and the 
and the, all the nonsense, all the, you, you know, but he's, it's safe. It what? is very safe. He's still a name. Yes. And that's the thing with Brock. That's like you just said, it's a safe name. It's a safe thing. And I, and it, something tells me, something tells me that this was a last minute It, it just—I so think it was just very last minute. Probably it was Vince's last act as chairman of uh, of the company. Yeah, bring back Brock. Yeah, who's gotten his ass whooped by not only Bobby Lashley? Forget about that. He lost to Bobby Lashley, yeah, and he lost to Roman. Yeah, you know, I'd rather see Roman versus Bobby Lashley. That's something. I mean, I mean, we haven't seen it respectfully. Well, that's one we haven't seen. Got a point. Got a point. I, I, no, it's 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 facts. I just don't. Again, I, I I don't understand how they're not writing any of these guys in the back. Why isn't Kevin Owens getting this? Seth Rollins. I know Seth Rollins just finished his program with Cody, but there's guys in the back. Sami Zayn. You still got Nakamura. Who they consider a joke. Like you got, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer that though. I'm gonna. You have a long program with Kevin Owens. I, I'm gonna. Well, the whole, it's intriguing what's gonna happen this coming Monday with the Elias Ezekiel thing. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see on Monday. But I'll answer Phil's quite, I'll, you know, concern with this. And I told Lee this this afternoon because he, he kind of was oblivious to what was going on. And we'll go get into the Vince McMahon thing now. Is that I have a feeling that if things are in fact, you know, done in the sense for Vince, uh, I think the WWE as we know it is dead. Like I think the WWE that we've been screaming that we've wanted for the past handful of years, uh, we might start to get. You're going to get about an hour and a half on this next episode with us. Um, you know, Jay's a big conspiracy theory guy, right. you know. So, of course, now he's got me drinking the Kool-Aid, and I got the tin hat on, you know. Or I ran a tinfoil in the kitchen. And I was like, I said, no, seriously, I was like, I was, he had me, like, this whole thing, and I know you'll bring, I know you'll go into it, but, like, this whole thing is, is mind-boggling. I'm going back to January, and I'm like, between Shane messing up the, the rumble, the finish, right? Mm-hmm. And then Stephanie stepping down it, and then it, it just all this stuff is like this had to be in the works for a minute. I and, believe that. I don't know. And all this behind a, a <laughs> secret child or something. Who thinks it's Jerry Jones? I didn't even think of that part, but but I just, but I don't know. So you think you heard Walker? So so let's play. I, and I have not heard this yet, but of course. This is a massive story that broke today, and um, and you know it, it made it through all the wires, NBC News, and everybody picked up on it. But here's a uh, here's Inside Edition. Here's what they WWE had to say. WWE founder Vince McMahon has stepped away from wrestling as the board of the company investigates a three million dollar payment made to a former employee with whom he allegedly had an affair. Amber Cogliano with more on the WWE shakeup. 
Yeah. Wrestling okay. mogul Vince McMahon will address fans tonight about the sex scandal that threatens to bring down his legendary career. He is scheduled to appear on WWE's Friday Night Smackdown show on Fox. The man who created all of this. The 74-year-old tycoon stepped aside as CEO and chairman of WWE today. Amid reports, he paid a secret $3 million settlement to a departing employee with whom he allegedly had a consensual affair. The woman has not been named, but she is reportedly a paralegal who was hired in 2019 at $100,000 a year. The Wall Street Journal says the $3 million was hush money intended to buy her silence. WWE launched an investigation after receiving anonymous emails and discovered other secret settlements with former employees. I have pledged God, my cooperation and I will do everything possible to support the investigation. I have also pledged to accept the findings, whatever they are, McMahon said in a statement today. I'm not daddy's little girl anymore. McMahon's daughter, 45-year-old Stephanie McMahon, is taking the helm just a month after taking a leave of absence. She posted, until the conclusion of the investigation into recent allegations, I am honored to assume the role of interim chairwoman and CEO. Vince McMahon is credited with turning professional wrestling into a global phenomenon. The battle of the billionaires. He became famous for choreographing wild stunts, including wrestling Donald Trump in 2007. Trump got to shave his rival's head. Years later, when he became president, he appointed McMahon's wife, Linda, to his cabinet as head of the Small Business Administration. The WWE has hired outside counsel to conduct the investigation. So let's digest everything that, that was just said, because that is one facet of the story, because there are several things going on in the WWE right now. This is going on. It was reported this week that Linda and Vince have not been living together for a long time, which I think we all knew that. Um, it was kind of, I think it was, it was kind of like something that was wasn't mentioned, but it was obvious. Okay, was understood and got to be seen. Exactly, but Vince's Vince's infidelity though is not something that is a secret. This has been documented before. Now, the hush money, that's a whole different story. And that's where the issues are. Oh, Vince has been been sleeping, uh, cheating on Linda for 40 years. So, I know that Trish Stratus angle when, you know, that was real life. That probably was real life, not, exactly. Not maybe with Trish, but... You know, it I mean, look, Sable. Sable has a uh, a hush clause. She got she got paid to keep her mouth shut. Sable, I think so. But and she got a payout when she sued the company, and now it's now you know she married Brock, and she's not she's not to be mentioned under any circumstances in anything. Events, man. So, but um, so we're gonna find out who slept with Hulk Hogan one day. So supposedly, 
in a thing that's tied to this, and he was not at the television tapings in Minneapolis today, was John Laurinaitis. Apparently he's tied into this. And Mr. Bella. He, Mr. Bella. He's doing beer me down. He supposedly had a, that. That's that's what I heard. That supposedly there was a hand me down type thing. Oh, he would get him out the Vince guy. Supposedly, and yeah, come on, yeah. now, now here's the thing: the story with Laurinaitis though is that he is expected to be fired at any moment. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder what the Bellas are thinking right now. They probably don't give a damn. You know, you know what disturbs me the, the most is that the like the, the these anonymous emails that went out mm-hmm. didn't even come from the source. It came from alleged friend of the source. That, that's, a, that's how I normally have yeah. I know. It's I just, else. She just she just got this money. Like what what prompted? See this They want they want their they want their take of that money. They want their share. Yeah. If you got an NDA, you're not supposed to be telling the friends so they can blab. That's what I'm. That that's what I was going to to pay that money back. Well, yeah, but there's but here's the thing. We don't know if there's an NDA. This is hush money. Oh yeah, that which, is which, which, there is a difference. An NDA yeah. is a signed document, recorded, notarized, and whatever. We're talking hush money paid under the table. Supposed to be his own money. Yeah, supposedly it's and, his own money. Oh, this is like cash. Like I'm gonna give you three million in cash in a bag. It, it's, it's something like that, exactly. <laughs> right. and, and here's the thing: if that, if it's Vince's personal money, if it's Vince's personal money, I don't see where Vince could be found guilty of anything because if it's his, if it's his money, I, but if it's tonight, but if it's company money, different story. Right. Well, they can get this. She got a raise after the affair started. But wow. then there's like this 30% of the of the income going out to certain things that were, you know, like it's not... Ladies. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not miscellaneous. Yeah, they weren't buying staples with them, you know what I'm saying? They weren't buying office was, equipment and shit. That was the petty cash. Petty cash. The petty cash, petty cash. Uh, petty right. cash discrepancy. <laughs> Listen, we all dipped into petty cash, but never, never for that much. Exactly. It was the petty cash from from the from that you movie. Know, I just, corporate America. Yeah, I I don't just I don't there's certain things I don't I I don't understand. I made Jay explain this to me today because I'm not really I don't know much about that corporate America stuff in terms of the publicly traded company, in terms of the board of directors, you know, you have to be voted off, and and you know right. that whole. How can he be voted off the board if that if it comes to that, and he could still have create he still has a say in what goes on creatively with the product. Well, here's the thing because that's a good job. The, exactly, there's two different jobs because he probably here's here's how this works. Okay, how the board the board setup is. So Vince gets a paycheck for being the CEO of the company, all right? 
but Vince also receives pay for being the chairman of the board because those those in most uh, corporations are two different positions. Right. So, so if he gets cut off from the board, he won't get the chairman money. He'll just get he'll just get CEO money. Well, he's not CEO anymore. He's not CEO anymore. Right. But it no. could be there could be a there could be a, a situation where before he stepped down because we don't know exactly when it's taking effect either whether it's effective immediately it's effective monday whatever but vince could have said you know what i'm going to step down as ceo but i'm going to take myself as an employee of this company remove myself as the ceo and i'm going to put myself as the vice president of creative well what creative he's still kind of running the business exactly i mean Exactly. What now, now here's the thing. The here's the thing. We we don't know. <clears throat> we don't know how involved the situation is and how much control Vince really will have. Because here's here's how I'm looking at the situation. There's two different theories here that you can go with. Was there writing on the wall months ago that Shane and Stephanie knew, and this and that? I'm I'm in the believe in the belief that Stephanie saw some. I don't I don't know the correlation of the Shane situation. But Stephanie, I believe, possibly saw some writing on the wall that something was going to happen. And she kind of like stepped away from the WWE because she knew that this was going to come to head at some point. And she said, let me get out of this now so that I'm not affiliated with whatever the fallout might be of this. And then I, I'm still protected as the you know, I'm still protected as a as as an employee of the company. Um, what I wanted, sorry. Or was Stephanie? Did, did she have an agreement with? Let me step aside now, and when you're ready to step down, I'll come in, take over, and whatever. Exactly. And exactly. is Vince really pulling the puppet strings? You know, like the mafia. You know, the the Michael was pulling the. You know, Michael was in charge for a while, but. His father was still head of the family. Is Stephanie going to tell Vince, get out of my office? I don't want to hear what you have to say. You when know what? The- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something, Surfer. That's not impossible. Tony, Tony so, if you appreciate it. So, Vince goes to Stephanie and, and, and got a, a CEO idea. And Stephanie's going to ignore it? I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of what ifs. Now, well, let's put this part to the side now. Okay, so this is going on here. All the while, another Impact player at the WWE may be on the outs. Why? Kevin Dunn is being investigated for securities fraud. For doing, um, for you know, offloading shares at a time when he knew the stocks were going to go up right before they go down, or something like that. So now Kevin Dunn, who's a high-ranking official within the company, maybe, and and Kevin Dunn has a lot of say in what goes out on television, even on the creative side. So if Kevin is out, okay, and Vince is out. That means control of the company belongs to Stephanie, and 
Triple H could come back in and do whatever position he wants to do, and we could ultimately get the WWE we want if they if they do leave Vince out of the picture. Because if Vince really is no longer the CEO of this company, there is absolutely no stopping Stephanie whatsoever for saying, Vince, you cannot come back. Now... And it's it was brought to my attention today that Kevin Dunn and Stephanie don't see eye to eye. Yeah, I saw that too. Okay. And I believe so it. Now, so now, here's how that works. So Stephanie slides into Vince's spot. At that point, officially, when she does, well, she is. At, at that, so now, unofficially, Kevin Dunn is still number two, right? Uh, Which we, leaves Stephanie's position open. Well, number two would be this Nick Khan guy. Well... Okay. You know, he and he supposedly was the was the heir apparent for Vince in right. recent months. Now right. I don't know if that'll be the case. So now you he's on the board. He's on the board, but he was supposedly Vince's heir apparent. So then you keep now, so now they keep Vince on unofficially. It's almost like um and Tony C appreciate this. I call it the Jerry Jones syndrome, where the owner of the team wants to be the coach, he wants to be the scout, he wants to be the general manager. All the credit. Right, exactly. Guess what? He doesn't have control. It's not Vince's company anymore. Right, but at at this point, he could still, he could could be uh, Don Corleone, where he can unofficially still sit in Gorilla with a headset and be like, no, get Kofi off TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of shit. Like, at, I, some I, po- at some point, somebody else could intervene and stop him. I hope so, because it, 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 the business has, and this is, we've been saying this for a decade, since I've since right. I met you guys, the business has passed him by. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, unlike, unlike Jerry Jones, who Jerry Jones is very active with the committees, and he's with the ownership crew, he's, he's big into the whole NFLPA, he, he's done all that stuff. But he wants to be on every aspect of the team. He's almost like with, you know with Steinbrenner and the Yankees. When he he was calling down to the dugout, being like, "Yo, man, take that pitcher out." And that, that's what Jerry Jones does with Jason. That's why Jason Garrett was was out of a job at that point because he, he he kept telling Jason in the headset what to do. But it but if it affected the performance of the organization, that's one yes, thing. It did. It did. It did. Okay. Well, then. It does. <laughs> but here's the situation. But here's the situation, though. But here's the situation. Here's the situation. Here's the big difference between the two things that we're talking about here. You're talking about people that still are in a position of power. Vince no longer is in a position of power. And if Vince is sitting in Gorilla, at some point that'll get up to the remaining board of directors, and they'll intervene and make sure that Vince isn't there anymore. If the if the board oversees control of the company, which would include Stephanie and whoever else sits on the board, if they truly want to shut Vince out, they have every every bit of power to do so at this point because Vince renounced his control of the company. The other Steinbrenner and Jerry Jones still maintained control. Vince no longer has control. Which are which take, two yeah. two entirely different things. Let's take you to my next question: um, How many board of directors are actually wrestling related? 
Uh, we probably know just probably just three eight. or four, and that's about it. I don't know how many sit on the board, but you know the yeah. only the only thing that keeps Vince active on the board. He's not the chairman, but it would keep him active on the board is being a majority holder. That's the only thing that keeps him active on the board, but just not the chairman. Can they force him to sell? Huh? Can they force him to sell? It's not impossible. it's 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 not impossible, but I don't see it happening. Because then things would get really, really hairy and and messy, and I, I, I honestly think that it won't go that far. If because here's here's the thing: what is being accused of Vince didn't necessarily affect the business. If this turns out that it affected the business and how it operated, that's in a different story. But if this comes oh, cool. out that Vince, the only thing that Vince did wrong here, let's just say that Vince used company funds. Three million dollars doesn't affect the WWE when they're making you know five billion dollars a year. It could be with the budget cuts. All those, all those people. I understand. I understand all of that, but ultimately, it doesn't affect the company. Yeah, you understand. You know, what if it turns out that these budget cuts was so you could get money to give to now three million dollars. The budget cuts. The budget cuts. Were no three million dollars I mean, is nothing, Surfer. Not just not just this one woman. How do you know he ain't paying? Up if there's money? multiple, well, that has to be under. But if it's just this one, three million dollars is nothing for one chick. How good is that? Uh, she has to be. Yeah. Well, that's 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 true. The dollar amount for one person is awfully high, but in terms so of paying, in so terms so of the surfing, company, like, you know, in terms of the paying. company, though, three million dollars is nothing. You know, there's, there's so many, there's so many insane theories. Exactly. Now, do I think change is coming to WWE? Yes, I think change is coming to WWE. Will Vince resume his his position? To tell you the truth, I don't think so. I think, I mean, yeah, I think Vince may have. It's not that. I think Vince probably realized, you know what? I'm 74 years old. My dad sold me this business when he was in his 60s. Um, I, you know, I've never slowed down. I've been in, I've been uh, at the helm of this company for 41 years. I don't think Vince will live long after he gives up on his business. That would I, be one thing, but I don't, you know, it's like, I, I, but I don't think Vince. You know what? It, it's possible that at some point, if it already didn't happen, okay, that the kids talk to Vince and be like, "Dad, it's time. It is time." I the 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 these the way society is now in this in this culture, um, like no one's safe who's pop who, who's famous. No one's safe from, uh being shamed or being if they got caught doing something bad look at Bill Cosby you know Bill Cosby was everybody's he was America's funniest guy for, for so many years yeah. right exactly and he spent 30 years raping women 
and and went to jail for it at Vince's age. Even older, I think he was. Like, when yes. Bill Cosby's not safe, like, you know shit's bad. Like, this, this culture will not allow that stuff to happen anymore. Yeah. It won't. And I, it's... He, it, it, these guys are going to be made the example of. You know? Even if Vince did... You know, listen, we it's Vince McMahon. Okay, he's he is... Not only is he iconic in, in, in our world, but he's also... He's... Uh, what's the word? I, what's the word I used today? I forgot the he's word a, I used. He's a fighter but for sure. He's an, he's an enigma. Yes, he is. He's he he built an empire on a whim, you know, on on chance. On chance, he's and, a gambler, right? And that doesn't happen anymore, especially in this society where everybody's playing it safe and no one. You can't say certain things. You can't do certain things. You, you know, you it's it's it, the the landscape. Of this of society has drastically changed to the point where people, no one's being held, people being held accountable, and more more now than anything in terms of it, the famous people, I should say. Yeah, they're being held accountable now. Uh, yeah, I, I will say this now. Vince beat the federal government once, and um, that lawyer is great though. He's got he's got a great lawyer. And um, yeah, the WCW stuff too. The lawyer helped him with. Yeah, but the government is much bigger than the. No, no, I'm talking about like, the, the, yeah. just the stuff that Vince did. Yeah, I, I think I like, think um, here's 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 what I see, Phil. In 1994, when Vince went to trial against the federal government. Um, a lot of people don't talk about how he was, you know, setting up his ultimate, not demise, but, you know, he was preparing for the chance that, you know, he may get locked away, and, but he doesn't want anything to happen to the company. And I've heard the stories of how he was positioning, this is why Jeff Jarrett was a big star during that time. I've heard the stories that he was positioning Jerry Jarrett to take over the WWE. Well, he brought Jerry Jarrett in just in case. He, exactly. And, you know, Vince didn't get locked away. And, you know, obviously Jerry Jarrett never took over the company. But um, maybe this is kind of this, a similar situation here. Vince... You know, okay, I'm, I might go away for a while, or I might have to go away for a while. I need to put somebody that I can trust in charge of things. Let me do it to Stephanie. Let me give it to Stephanie. Because, look, I'm wrestling is a mafia. Whether whether we want to admit it or not, it's a mafia. And I'm big on mafias lately because I've been re-watching The Sopranos this week. Good for you. And um, I didn't realize how funny The Sopranos was. Amazing, right? That it's amazing, but funny as no, hell. Funny, yeah. Oh my okay. god! I, I watched an episode today with uh, with uh, where Paulie and uh, and Christopher got stuck in the woods during a snowstorm. Oh, chasing the Russian dude. Yeah, and so they're 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 freaking out. They're in the van eating uh, uh, ketchup and relish packets from Nathan's to try to <laughs> salvage you know their sanity. But anyways, so. Uh, in The Godfather 2, in The Godfather 2, when the hit was done on Michael at the beginning of the movie, Michael needed to go find out 
who the who the person was that betrayed him. So he had to go around and start doing the investigation. But in order to do that, Michael had to relinquish his powers and, you know, as head of the family. And he temporarily gave that power to Tom Hagen. And if you recall, he would he told Tom Hagen, like, Tom, I kept you out of things for a reason. Yep. It's because now you're the only person that I can trust. Yep. And maybe there's a situation like that going on here with Stephanie. Um, yeah, it's not impossible. Now, I do believe that, you know, Monday morning, Stephanie will come to work with her pantsuit and everything and be like, all right, let's get to work and let's turn this company around and start making some real money like we used to. And just she may ignore Vince's ideas. It's uh, possible. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I had to I had another scenario where she stays on. And her and Triple H, who unofficially is not—I mean, he's not a he's, position guy yet. Know, yeah. I mean, he's, he was down, he's out for a while, but he's—I mean—he's back in the fold somehow. Yeah, he's been uh, back. Just I think doing—I uh, think he's been sitting on the on the creative and things like that. Right, but he's—if they do it the way they—if they, <coughs> if they, they want to see it, they might be setting themselves up to to build it back up and then sell it. You know, I think it's it, at it's this possible. Point, it's possible you know, it, because at this point, there's, there's, I mean, there's only so much you can do unless you feel like you're gonna, you're gonna have one or two or three more generations of the family taking the ranks of this company. I don't think there's gonna be another generation of. No, I don't think so either. Only because the the business changed so much in the last thirty years that it the 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 again I use the word landscape. But the landscape is different now. And with the stuff that Vince saw, Vince Vince was a visionary man. He saw he saw the streaming stuff before it happened, and the network stuff before it happened, and he saw what the what the entertainment value is, putting all the money into production and writing and 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 merch instead of the actual product in the ring. Right. <laughs> he saw all that and went to and did it. You know. So now what? Do you let the mouse buy it? Do you let NBC, his, his Vince's pals and NBC, let Universal buy it? Do you relinquish it to a, a foreign entity? Like you don't. Like there's so many scenarios now you, that we painted today. It's it, it's it's fascinating. I hope that they do do they they turn the company around and put a little more of what we miss back into the product. I think I think if. Um... If Triple H gets involved, okay, that's what I said today. If he gets yep. involved, I think we're going to see more of the Triple H era NXT stuff on Raw and SmackDown, and possibly NXT go back to the way it once was. Um, I, I mean, Double you, you see the re, the Performance Center recruits every couple of months now. They bring they're they're bringing people in left and right. They're, right. they're bringing them in from MMA. They're bringing them in from college sports. They're bringing them in from uh, entertainment world. Mm-hmm. They're bringing guys and girls in to 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 make their own superstars. It's like it's it's a giant machine now. Right. I you know, think. It, yeah. I think I think they they. This company is in a position right now where they really can make a difference and you know the quote unquote wrestling wars because Tony Khan loves to mention WWE 
and loves to say, you know, we beat them in the Friday Night Wars. I'm like, what Friday Night Wars, dude? You went head to head with them for two weeks. Give me a break. He was on crack that day. He had that promo with CM Punk uh, with the with the media. Anyways, um, we have a, we have a chance for things that never thought possible in wrestling now could officially be possible. AEW is doing some stuff here and there, but the, like the truly big stuff is possible now. If Vince stays out of the picture completely. And look, we also, we talked about, we, this, this now goes back to other discussions that we've had. When is Vince going to step down? When is Vince going to retire? When, you know, things like that. And we always said, you know, Vince is going to die. He's going to outlive all of us, number one. And he's probably going to die while writing Raw. And we, because we can never figure out a reason for, like a, a, a reasonable reason for Vince to actually just, I've retired. We couldn't come up with one. Now here's a situation where Vince may be forced to retire. And I think to tell you the truth, I don't think it could have been, could have happened any better way. And call me sick too, but seeing the the uh the scandal unfold on Wall Street Journal's website mm-hmm. variety like I I was proud. <laughs> it's sick to say that, but it I was is, I was proud as a wrestling fan. Exactly. Like we're in the spotlight and we got it back. We got it we back. Got it back. Like look we didn't, every, we, didn't need, we didn't need Regis Feldman to do it, you know? No, and everybody here of course the, the skeptics and the uh, the quote unquote IWC, this is a work. This is a work. They're seeding the media. Yeah. And, uh, bullshit. It's, 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 it's a work. Man. I'm like, not nah, not when not when <laughs> Journal and Vanity Fair are putting Vince no. front page on their website. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm looking here. I have the video still open of the what I played from Inside Edition, and you know, on the on the right side of the screen is all the related videos. There's videos from CNN, ABC. Variety, The Hollywood Reporter, um, what else? The Wall Street Journal, Forbes. Uh, I mean, it just it goes on and on and on. ESPN. Um, it just goes on and on and on and on. Now, I'll, now of course WWE played into this spectacularly and used this opportunity to say we need some extra ratings on Friday night. And brought Vince out for 30 seconds. And they brought Vince out for 30 seconds. Let's play the entire Vince promo, shall we? Because SmackDown went on the air, and this is what we heard.
to stop you right there. You heard what Samantha Irvin said or didn't say? She just said, please welcome Mr. McMahon. She didn't say chairman. Just saying. It is a privilege, as always, to stand before you here tonight, the WWE Universe. Especially a privilege to stand here in this ring in Minnesota. I'm here simply to remind you of the four words we just saw and what we call the WWE signature. Those four words are then, now, forever, and the most important word is together. Welcome to SmackDown! And that was it. So, Vince got the baby, the, the the baby face pop, and that was expected because wrestling fans, you know. Again, this goes back to what I said earlier. The marks. It's not so much the marks, Tony. See, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with what. Vince did, unless he used company money. I mean, infidelity is it, wrong. It's wrong, but I, I'm not in Vince's family. It doesn't affect me. I've known Vince has been. He's been. He's cheated. He's cheated before. Leave the alone. I don't understand that, man. I, you get to a certain point as a man. Just let him go. Because then you got him out here looking like a fool, man. I understand that. I understand that, but you know what? She's had several opportunities before to leave him, and she never did. Uh, WWE. On on him. As a man. Go ahead, ahead, Phil. I'm sorry. WWE did announce Brock and Roman for SummerSlam. There you go. So it's official now. Just announced. Yep. So okay. Brock last man standing. Last, last man standing match. Make it. <laughs> so, I, I didn't mean to change the subject. Just saw it. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. That just I came mean, across the wire. So, yeah. Who is who is now? I need that sign more than ever. Who is booking this crap? Well, Vince probably booked this. <laughs> I'm gonna take a leak. This guy sucks. No, Vince, <laughs> Vince, Vince probably Man. booked oh. this, but 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 you know, at, starting on Monday, it it's it's not impossible that we're gonna see a, a a very different WWE. So Brock and Roman in the last man standing match. I don't think Brock Lesnar has ever been in the last match. That's probably the only match he probably ain't never been in. I, I'd Same. have to go back in the history books and look, but yeah. I mean, so what? They go, to beat Brock Lesnar in the last man standing match, you got to throw the announce table. You got to throw everything. Uh, Queen, the Usos, Paul Heyman. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, what is he gonna do like uh, the Big Show? I mean, Del Rio did to the Big Show, <laughs> gave him to the ring. Post. Oh man, that's how. I, I mean, that's how they normally do it. The man truck. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yep. Stone Cold Steve on the cement truck. I mean, our last man. So they're going with a gimmick match at SummerSlam. Wow. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm dumbfounded right now. So not only is Brock Lesnar gonna lose, he's gonna get knocked the hell out. So this is gonna be the third time within this year he didn't got his ass whooped. Bobby last Roman Reigns. When the last time Brock Lesnar lost three matches in one calendar year? It's been, <laughs> a, yeah, been, a, it's been a while. It's been a minute. I can't believe this. This I, I want to cuss, but I'm not gonna do it. I just looked I it up, and Brock Lesnar's never been in a uh, last man standing match. So let's take it though. He walked into the booking meeting and said, "If I'm gonna lose, if I, I want to lose a match, I ain't open it." <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's put you in a match you've never been in. And it's and then, it's ridiculous. And then the, the, the thing that pissed me off even more about it is they already advertised Roman and Drew McIntyre the in the little Wembley Stadium shit. So the intrigue, why do I need to watch him and Brock Lesnar? Please explain to me. Because I, I, mean, I honestly, I honestly think that this was a last minute decision. <laughs> My bad, Phil. I'm getting worked up. I'm thinking logically. Here. Vince, before Vince went, before Vince went to bed last night, he says, "Okay, tomorrow, this is what I'm going to do. I'm gonna. I've already signed Brock versus Roman for a last man standing match at, at SummerSlam. I just got off the phone with Brock. Brock's flying down, and uh, and then tomorrow I'm going to step down. First thing in the morning, I'm going to step down from CEO of the company." So he, he made sure he signed the match first and uh, then stepped out from CEO of the company. No, I don't know, Tony. See, I don't know. I, I don't Brock have an answer for you. Has the right to come out there tonight and say that famous line from Goddamn Passion at the Beach 2000. Because what's coming in the shape of the team bullshit like this. Yep. Yep. You got me jobbing. Okay, I'm jobbing. And you already got it announced that somebody else is going to be fighting for the title three months later. Question. Does, and with the hell up? Question. Is, two months later. Is Vince going to have to start flying commercial now? No. You know what it is, dude? They, they, throw, they throw the brink truck at, at Brock every time. Oh, he yeah. Comes back. Of course. Well, I get that. I mean, I'm, it's not him. No, no. I mean, not him personally, but my, my whole thing is, again, I go back to that whole uh, the John Cena syndrome. It's, it's the safeness of it. Like, <laughs> You, you know what you have in Brock. You know? At this, but, but at this point, Phil, he's the most expensive jobber ever right. in the history of this business. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Now, I, I, now, I don't, yeah, it's, it's, these, it's these writers, this creative, that's afraid to put the pen to something else, man. But not like, only that, Phil, there's... No way in the blue hell if you're gonna do this match, that Wembley State of match should have even been announced. Yeah. You know, at least have that intrigue, like, oh damn, he might 
moves. You but, know what I'm saying? No, hundred percent. It's it's that whole thing is we, when we were kids and we finally figured out as wrestling fans what was bad and what was good in terms of character, you know, character um, progression. No, right, right. And all, and then you find out where these guys were, like Ted DiBiase and Kurt Henning, and like how come these guys weren't world champions? And then you look at and then you look at the logic. Well, you you can't because you have Hulk Hogan on top, you have Macho Man on top, and you know what I'm saying. You have Ultimate Warrior on top. It's where the money was. Yeah. So the money is with Roman Reigns, and Brock is is the is the scapegoat basically. Yeah. No. So that's how that's what Andre became at one point. Like you look at you look at it like that. It's like these guys are you know and they had and and to their credit back in the day they had less to work with. Oh, the yeah. roster, the rosters weren't this big and this good. Diverse. I don't give yeah. a shit. Whatever. Exactly. I every agree. Lock, every locker of the room right now in that in a major company, even Impact, every every locker room that has like good, solid talent that that can work for you, that can change the, the that can change their gimmick, that can change their move set. They can do any all these things that wrestlers back in the day didn't do or refused to do. So well, why can't, why can't you write these guys differently? You know, Phil. Circle nineteen. I hate going back because we just talking about coordinate with this, but it's the simplest thing. Things. When Hogan fought Lugo on that Nitro, August fourth. August fourth. coming up on the twenty-five year. No, that was in Michigan. Michigan. Was, I'm sorry. Yeah, Goldberg was in Georgia. Goldberg though. was in Georgia. I'm sorry. You're right. But it, was, it wasn't my birthday though. It wasn't my birthday. The thing about it was the, the, there was no bill, and if you'd ask anybody. Luger was going to lose that match because the bill was going toward Hogan and Sting, right? Let's see we going with this. Kind of like the night. Right. If Brittle would have won that match, that would have been equivalent to Lex Luger winning. And exactly. Night, you know, and seven. you know what? And I told, I told Lee that... And there would have been nothing wrong with I that. I told Lee <laughs> that, uh, that today, I said, or yesterday, I said, I don't see Riddle winning... But it would be something similar like that. That, but if he wins, it's going to be like a DQ or something like that. That it's just they'd be they would be absolutely stupid at this point to have given the title to. I understand the purpose of the match, but it would have been stupid to uh, to give him the title. So okay, so you you, you thought that would be stupid. It was stupid. Just like, yeah. I felt like it was stupid to give it to Luger. It was you don't stupid. Agree on that. Well, you know what. In, in on, okay, let me. I see. See now you're gonna try to get get my goat here. Um, I'm just saying. It is a valid point. It's valid, but I thought I thought it was good for WCW to do what they did, even though that it was only six days. It got people because look, that happened on. If that was not the 100th episode of Nitro, that would not have happened. I think because I it was, that. I think it was because it, it was the one. It should have never happened. But I think if it wasn't the 100th episode of Nitro, and if it wasn't three hours long live from the Palace at Auburn Hills, Michigan, <coughs> where that infamous Ted DiBiase promo went down as well, um, 
And to me, that tainted things when later on in the year. It did. But you know what? But you know what? I understand why they pulled the trigger for that Nitro. I don't. Just like you wouldn't understand. (laughs) I still, to this day. Oh, no. I understand. I would would be. I'd be. If if Riddle won the title tonight, I'd be on here screaming my ass off. I'd be living. When was the last time a major title changed hands on on a free television show with them? Ooh. Um, no, Bobby B. Bobby, Bobby Big E won. No, Big E won the uh, uh, the title from Bobby. The world well, title. The world title. Right. And then, but Bobby won his on TV too. He beat the Miz on. on oh, that, right. Yeah. That's right. Right. That, but that was that was after Big E. No, that was before. You're right. That, they happened like back to back. Yeah. They happened like. Look. That's how Bobby got his, and then Big E beat Bobby him. Got, beat him like thirty days Big later. Yeah. Cash in. That was because of the money in the bank, though. Remember? Exactly. Yeah. Um, the money in the bank. But I know we may do a twenty-five year retro. Well, I ain't no main double A like that. That August fourth night. But why I not? Still say that was one of the most pointless title reigns ever in that's worse than Kane for 24 hours. I still remember the book. promo the week before. You haven't defended your title since February. <laughs> if I wanted to have a debate with somebody, it would be which title reign was worse. Lulu's <laughs> six day or Kane's 24, 24 hours. hours. Kane's 24 hours. Yeah. No, Lulu's 20. No. The hell, though. No, Kane's 24 um, hours. Um, Ronnie Garvin's title reign was worse. <laughs> well, Ronnie Garvin held up the title for 90 days, so... Uh, it's I mean, but a 90 day, you know, that's respectable. 24 hours and 6 days. <laughs> I mean, no, I think the 24 hours is ridiculous. Because you, you really have to okay. think about it to remember that Kane held the title for, for 24 hours. Because you remember the match was the first match. It was a gimmick match. Once again, WWE stable, you know, stable gimmick match, main event. You're going to keep Austin strong. You know what I'm saying? Luger beat Hogan. Kane never beat. Yeah, but there were shenanigans. There were shenanigans in the match. What? Oh, what? Take take it okay. Take it the one hit him with the chair, but it still was he didn't beat it. No, I'm Hogan. saying there was shenanigans in the Luger Hogan match. But Luger still tapped him out though with the rat. I get what you saying, but he Hogan should have been invincible up until he lost the sting. That's the consensus. If that the same thing. What they did with what they doing with Roman? That should have been the Hogan thing. Hogan shouldn't have lost until he got the sting. Point. Blank period. Great booking would have did that. Not so great booking. You lose the Luger, get it back in six days. Why? We don't know. But Wait, you still had wrestlers booking back then. Wrestlers don't book anymore. But that's maybe what it was. But <laughs> Riddle, there should be no way that they're promoting a match between Drew McIntyre no, and Roman Reigns. I hate when they do way. that, though. They do that with everything. They but always. That's not good. That's not that's, good. That's I not hate that. The intrigue of what's going on. Phil, was, that's it, what I'm was it you and me that had this discussion recently about uh, stuff that was. Yeah, it was you and me that we're, 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 we're talking about stuff being advertised in advance. That in the old days, we didn't know. Or no, it was Lee then. It, that we did not know what was advertised. Lee, it was Lee because Lee was questioning uh, attendance at the house shows. He goes, 
now you go to a house show and you know what the lineup is. But in the 80s, it was rare that you knew what the lineup was at a house show. And until you that's, got there. That, until you got there, and that's what drew you to the building. Now, tickets on sale in Miami for a WWE live event coming in August. The main event of that night will be Roman Reigns defending the Universal title against you know Kofi Kingston. I, I'll give you a good example. I was just gifted tonight, actually, for an early – it's not an early birthday present. Uh, I'm going to uh, – I'm, I'm being taken to a WWE house show. Mm-hmm. It's on a Sunday night mm-hmm. in Atlantic City. In August at the Hard Rock Cafe, and on on when you get when you get the email that that Steph just showed me, it's uh on the bill. Rome, um, Bobby Lashley's on the bill. Then it says Bianca Belair versus uh, Becky Lynch, and the Usos are fighting the New Day. And then he just then they just give you a whole list of everybody else. But they, there's already two two uh, two matches announced already for that. Right. Night. And in, in the old days, you, okay, you almost didn't know. Show. But the, but that's no, but the point. But the point I'm going with this is that. In the old days, it was rare that you got a lineup for the house show, and it was usually on TV. The main event. It was just the main event, but it was usually on TV that they told you this Sunday in Boston, it will be Hulk Hogan defending the WWF title against, right. you know, Bam Bam Bigelow. Correct. You know, and you didn't hear about that until the week before the uh, the actual event. Right. Okay, or, so, okay. or if you're at a house show, they announce it during the intermission. But what I'm saying is, okay, let's think back. Okay, say Circle 2000. Okay, we had WrestleMania. We got the Four Corners match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the four, the Fatal Four Way or whatever they did. Okay, two months down the line was what King of the Ring, if I'm not mistaken. That's June. So backlash, uh, Judgment Day. No, Judgment Day was... Okay, yeah, Judgment Day. They would announce in Louisville, Kentucky, and Georgia, uh, Judgment Day that night. We we'd have had... Uh, what it was, was, it, it, was uh, it was Triple H on the, the Rock. Iron match. Yeah. yeah, the Iron Man match. They would not have, annou- they would have, not have announced the stipulation, but it would, they would have announced the match. I'm saying... Um, but it would have been The Rock... Defending the title at Judgment Day against Triple H. Right. So that means The Rock was going to win at Backlash, right? Correct. You see what I'm saying? No, I know. That's, it's so counterproductive. No never, it's very counterproductive. And it irks my nerves, man. As a, But man, that's, that's, a why, that's why like that. there is on every single thing that we always joke about, card subject to change. No, they don't have to do card subject to be changed, man. <laughs> Come on, that's just y'all trying to blow your load in these, you know, pre-promotion. No, I I agree. The pre-promoting stuff is garbage. I agree. Yeah, pre-promotion. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Though, and it's killing. It's killing the industry. I get it. The interest, the intrigue of it, because it's like, okay, we get Brock Lesnar. Maybe that'll stop. Tony (laughs) C. Maybe that'll stop. We already know, woman. Because look, there's a, there's a list of Vince McMahon banned words for television. So you know, maybe hopefully that goes away. That'll Somebody go away. Say belt, belt, and whatever. But but just because I want to grind Tony C's gears a little bit. Here we go with this bullshit. <laughs> 
Thomas decision. Oh, man. Anderson. And that's, that's, that's one of Randy Anderson's greatest ref spots when he put his hands on his head and couldn't believe it and was yeah. shaking his head as he was calling for the bell. Even the sun shines on a dog's ass some days. You know some what I'm days. Now, speaking the of... Dog, the dog shouldn't... The sun shouldn't have shined that day. Now, I will tell you this, okay? Because we're on the subject of champions, okay? Roman... He's on and off TV. Hogan was on and off TV. Mandatory title defenses every 30 days. Phil Brooks is injured, will be out for God knows how long until he feels like he wants to come back, but will remain the AEW world champion, and an interim world champion will be crowned so that there is a world champion on TV and they will fight CM Punk upon his return when he feels like coming back. Because I gotta tell you, he could, he could be on the shelf for 30 days. It happens in UFC all the time. <clears throat> yeah, but Phil, CM, I understand that that happens in the UFC, but that should not be happening in wrestling. They don't believe in putting their titles in the band. Because I'm going huh? to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something, Phil. Let's say, let's. I'm going I'm to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example here. Let's say, and it's not going to happen. But let's just say, and I'm going to throw out a name here. Let's say Max Caster of the Acclaim becomes oh. the AEW interim world champion. Let's just say that that happens. Do you want to tell me that if once CM Punk is medically cleared? He's going to wrestle Max Caster for the AEW champ for the no, undisputed. He'll never make no, he'll, he'll, make, he'll, he'll make it a story. Though. He's going to call Tony Khan and be like, "Tony, get that belt off Max and put it on this person." And when they've had the title for a couple of months, I'll come back. The only reason but, why they had the thirty-day title defending the title thing is because they were territories back then, right? But I still think it should be in play. I, it, it, it doesn't make any sense anymore, though. I know it doesn't, but it should be. No, it, I mean, realistically, of course, it, that's old school. I love to have that. But we don't have territories no more. Because guys would win the te- you win the Mid-South title, you, or you win the NWA's version of the Mid-South title, and then they then Bill Watts trades you to, 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 to Crockett's, or he yeah. trades you to friggin' to Fritz over in Texas. Yeah. So now you're like, you, you know, you can't defend that title in that, in that territory no more. Right. You have 30 days, or, you, you know, guys got injured, guys in kayfabe got injured or whatever the case may be, they had to relinquish it, but, like, it, it made more sense back then, and it made more sense for us, because that's, that's, that's all we knew. That's all we knew. we knew. We knew as kids that if you didn't defend that belt in 30 days, you were getting stripped. Yes. And it made good stories, because we didn't have a lot of, we didn't have a lot of TV back then either, by the way, uh, in terms of, like, what we have now. But, but here's what I, what I, what I, what I feel, Phil. How many champions in wrestling have, I'm hurt, I can't fulfill my obligations as champion, I relinquish the title. Why can't we just do that and just not worry about having, like, this is stupid. I get it, they, they do it. You know, I, I, you're hurt. Hey, Phil, you're hurt? Are you going to, I'm going to... I think so. I think I. I that's part of it. But, there you go. But there but go. but I think it would be stupid if it was anybody. But the point is, is I can see the conversation now. Here's I'm Tony Khan. Phil, you're hurt. How long yeah. are you going to be out? 
Oh, I don't know, uh, two, three, four, five months, something like that. It depends on, uh, you know, if I need surgery or whatever. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to think about, you know, who's going to be the world champion while you're gone. You're going to have to drop the title at TV this week. No, I'm not. I'm not going to drop the title at TV this week. Why can't I just hold on to the belt? It makes sense for them, only not because of CM Punk, because I, I really didn't want him to win anyway, but... um. But it makes sense for them because they emphasize the wins losses thing too in their storylines, and they they kind of structured it off of UFC that way. Wow, you know where guys like this guy's ten and zero, and all of a sudden he wins a title, but then he he doesn't cut weight on his first defense, or he gets injured on his first defense, and he can't defend it in the next whatever whatever how long the fights are in between each each card, uh, for the for that division whatever the case may be. But for them, for them, it makes sense. You can't. I don't know if you can. You can't do that with the E. You can't do it with Impact. You probably can't do it with like Ring of Honor or MLW or any of these feds either. But for them, for some reason, it makes sense because they emphasize the win losses thing and it, and they'll tell a story with it. But okay, um, Phil, I I dis I I dis I I agree with you. They shouldn't have. Oh, they're gonna unify the titles when he comes but, back. But, he's gonna be a unified champion too. Yeah. So. They've got that. So now you. So now there's going to be two world champions. There's going to be now the All Atlantic champion. There's going to be all the ROH champions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's the all, FTW like. champion. There's all these championships going on in in AEW, and they're starting to lose like prestige and, and their importance like, and this it's and like, that. It's like winning a participation award in Little League. You didn't win the championship but they'll give you a little... So it's going to be like WCW circa, circa 1994. We'll have an international world champion. It has been decided. It has been decided by the International World Board of Directors. When they broke off from the NWA, they had all these titles. Yeah. Who's the last... International champion was it Rick Rude? It was uh, Rick Rude? no, it was uh, it was no, no, Sting. it was Rude or I think no, it was Sting. Was, was it Sting? It was Sting. Oh, that's right. Sting lost to Flair. Yeah, Sting lost to Flair. Yeah, Rude got hurt in Japan, right? Yep. Sting injured. Right. Yep. So Sting and, was the international. It was the international world Flair. champion, and Flair won it. And then he went into his match with uh, Hogan at uh, at Bash at the Beach. For the undisputed WCW World title, yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy man. It's just... <clears throat> but 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 there's just too much nonsense like this going on. It's unbelievable how much happened in just four weeks that we've been off the air. It's never it's never good to have all the belts floating around. It's no. hard, hard to keep up. Yeah, it, it's just they they try to fit you know ten pounds of shit in a two pound bag and two pound bag. And you only have three hours of television. Oh, for, forget about the, the ten pounds of shit in a three pound bag. They're on top of that using a Dollar Tree bag. Oh, the so, Dollar so, Tree bag. So, yeah. so the quality of the bag is even good. Facts, facts. Okay. It, it's, I can't it, it, there's so much going on. It's it's it, at times it's it's a, you know it's more filler than anything. You, and and then they show flashes of brilliance. Yeah. Like yeah. this this past episode was. Fantastic with the with the whole New Japan Forbidden Door Ring of Honor, like they they you know they they're bleeding and stuff in. It's like this is cool. See, okay. yeah, double A. We'll have to see. I, I don't know. I, but well, so double A. Well, well, I, well, I had this on my head though about garbage bags. I just wanted to let everybody know that I was taking the garbage out this past week. That it was the garbage was 
again, like Phil said, it was 10 pounds of shit in a three pound bag. And I made it to the, I went outside and I made it to the garbage can when the bag broke. So it's not fun on a Sunday afternoon to have tangerine, rotten tangerines rolling around in the parking lot. But, uh, but that's, that happened to me. But anyways, um, go ahead, Tony, with what you're saying. That's Max Caster, rotten tangerine. Oh God. So Drew McIntyre is not only in the Money in the Bank briefcase match. She go get a title shot uh, over in. Don't don't be surprised if, if that's what prompts him to cash it in. He'll he'll win it and cash it in. Don't be surprised. But then again, a lot can happen. A lot can happen. A lot of can happen. A lot can change. You know. Remember, Vince stepping down it changes the landscape of things immensely. Yeah, card, card, card subject to change should be a hashtag with them the next several months. Oh my God, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. If, if people, if the, if if Stephanie has oh. a way, you know, y'all more pessimistic than I am. I'm telling yeah. you, whether whether changes I'll happen Monday, whether changes happen Monday night or not, I guarantee you the ratings on Monday are going to be. One of the highest rated shows in recent uh, memory, because they're they're gonna wait. Yeah. The fans are gonna yeah. wait to see if there's any noticeable changes now that Vince yeah. isn't there. If you're still if you're still watching this stuff every week, you're always optimistic. I don't care. I don't care how bad it is on TV. If you're still watching it, it you're always optimistic, Tony. You know what I'm saying? It's it. You just want you want something better for it because you you put so much time into it as a fan. You know what I'm saying? It's like exactly. your favorite sports team. You rooted for them your whole life. They won. Maybe they didn't win a championship, or they win X amount of championships. You're still going. You're still putting your head into it. You're still putting your heart into well, it. I'm a realist at the end of the day. I, no, no, no. Listen, that's the thing too. It's like, at what point? That was my next. That's the caveat. My next question was: At what point do you become a realist and be like, "F your couch"? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm done. I'm done with it. And there's so many times where I'm like, I can't deal with this shit, man. I'm just gonna fast forward this and pretend I saw it for the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't, I can't deal with the with the with the three hours of bullshit and ten minutes of wrestling. You know what I'm saying? I I can't. You know, I really can't. So here's but, here's a report because because now that Vince, we we see that he stepped down. Supposedly, supposedly, the script for tonight's show was torn up. And everything was rewritten last night. It was a good show. So um, it, it was a good show. Smack and SmackDown has been decent. Yeah, it has been decent. It, that's because of Fox, though. Yeah, they, that's because of Fox. I, that's my opinion. That's because of Fox. I feel like they're doing more for Fox because they want they want Fox to keep the relationship and and keep it going. You know, because no one's staying home to watch SmackDown on Friday night unless you're a fan. Sorry, you know. I'm sorry. It's just how it is. Monday nights are different. Monday nights, it's Monday night. You don't do much on Monday night. You go to work, you go to school, you come home, you watch wrestling. Back, back in the day. Friday nights, not so much. You know, none of us. Even on Saturday nights when we were kids, you know, you had to be home. You want to be home at 6.05? You're a hardcore fan. Yeah. You know, before the uh, VCRs were affordable. Right. You know? <laughs> but, like, come on, let's be honest. No, you're right. Yeah. Right. You know, it's it's just it's it's so it's profound how we how we look at it 
as and you know with as we get older you know we we t- we tend to be more cynical and be more you know as tony would say be more of a realist right i think it's it's i i just but i i, I hope that they do something different just mix it up just to bring up the monotony you know what i'm saying it's, it's i don't know something's got to break at one point yeah um a couple of other stories here that i wanted to address here before we wrap things up is um is the um jeff hardy situation <laughs> oh man you know what it is time here's another person that probably it's time for him to hang it up but i i'm this is now where i hope people realize that uh ww was in the right for what they did for asking him to go to rehab or get checked out and this and that uh he took umbrage to that and you know that's why he walked out and left to go go to um AEW, but I just don't want, you know, AEW offered to send Jeff to rehab to get help, and I just don't want, and it's going to happen whether I want it or not, but or whether I like it, I should say, but uh, there's going to be fans that are going to praise AEW for saving Jeff's life. <sighs> Give me a break. No, no, because no, w- no, 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 WWE no. saved, it tried to attempt to save Jeff, and Jeff didn't want it. The the problem with Jeff Hardy is with any any addict. Yeah. Okay. Um, accountability. Of course. It's he, it that's the priority. Mm-hmm. The priority is accountability. He's not holding himself accountable for every time he messes up, and it's it's blended into his it bled into his his pers- his professional life. Yeah. Okay. This is my question. He's Does the, Willow get booked too? He's the, he's the he's the right. he's the first Triple Crown DUI person. Uh, he's the first. He's the first wrestler to have a DUI in three different wrestling promotions, and, and it's 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 insane because every person in wrestling that's had problems are really genuinely nice people in real life. And I made this comparison today with with him and Sonny, and like they they good. Like I've we've met them in real life. We've spoken to them in real life and had real conversations with them in real life. Some of us have anyway, right? But like no one's. They're not holding themselves accountable for their actions, and you can't be that person and and then be a performer at the same time. Yeah. You can't. No matter how nice you are, no matter how genuine you are to the fan base, no matter how good you are in the ring, it doesn't negate the it, it negates the fact that you you're not holding yourself accountable. You, you see the video? Did you see the video? The, the police? Oh, video? of course, absolutely. He was out of it. Three was it? Was it three times the three the, times the, the legal the, limit? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, man! Would it suspend? How, how does he get a rental car with a suspended license? Somebody else rented the car for him. Have obviously, but who's doing? Who's enabling him? Is it Matt? I, Is it? What do you think? Know, what do you think, well, Phil? It had to be because you know what, Rebby, his his fucking insane wife, was on TikTok the other day. Talk because the, the fans were like getting into them, him and uh, Matt and his wife for enable allegedly enabling Jeff every time he messes up, and Rebby felt compelled to come on and, and defend her 
her and her family. And I can't speak for I can't speak for Jeff. I can only speak for Matt. And Jeff's this, and Jeff, you know, he's his own man. If he's his own man, then why are you renting cars for him? Why are you Why are you giving trying to get him jobs in other companies when you know he has a problem? Exactly. And why is why he alone you, yeah, for that matter? Why? why and, is and he then alone? on top of that, it's like, listen, Matt Hardy has enough of an influence to get somebody else to hire him, and then they got then they got themselves booked on every big indie promotion. Yeah. There was supposed to be a BTW in, in New England. There was there, there was supposed to be in Puerto in, uh, in Puerto Rico and uh, Mexico for a AAA event. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting booked on these giant cards. And you're on the second best TV show in, on wrestling right now, and you messed that up too. Like how, again, again, at what, again, again. At what point do you hold just you, you got to hold yourself accountable? You know, and I and I've dealt with addicts in in my life. You know, between family and friends, coworkers, uh, he, and shit like he, that. He needs to be. I don't know. He needs to be taught a lesson. He help. He needs help, but he needs to be. I don't know. Hold himself accountable. Yeah. That's the problem with the society. They'll hold they'll hold these fucking celebrities accountable. They'll hold these crooked cops that 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 are racist and 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 all that shit. They'll hold them accountable and rightfully so. But when it comes to shit like when it comes to you messing up or horny be- billionaires, correct? They won't take the responsibility. They won't be. They won't hold themselves accountable. Yeah. Okay. And this and this society and this culture is going to eat you alive. Because all these platforms are out there now. All the fans have Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and and message and Reddit and all these other message boards and shit. Like these fans are not—they're not stupid. They're naive and ignorant to a lot of things, but they're not stupid. You know, when you're not a, when you're not a hundred percent, you're not a hundred percent. Right. And, that, and he's not a hundred percent. I didn't want to see him on TV to begin with. I I I don't dislike the Hardys. I just didn't want to see them on. On TV anymore. I'm done with these. These. Yeah, these. I'm done with them too. Yeah, they're I'm they're done. they're done. Like they've they've done their due diligence. They've done so much for their generation. They were the bridge between the old guys and the new guys. They were the bridge between the guys who went out and partied after the matches to the guys who went home and played Xbox in the hotel room. Exactly. They were the bridge to those guys, and you know what? They did amazing work in in their time. But you know what? I don't want to see them fighting the young bucks. I don't want to see them fighting the Mexicans. I don't want to see them fighting FTR. I want to see the new generation of tag teams. I want to see new people do their thing. And the Young Bucks are getting to that point, too. They're going to give them another four or five years. They're done. they got receding hairlines, both of them. Right. They're they're done, and and rightfully so. They've done their time. They've done their time. They put put the work in. You know what I'm saying? So did the heart. Oh, yeah. Time to go home. There's a time for it. It's like that athlete who holds on. They hold on. Yeah. They got to play one more season, one more season. And speaking of people that hold on, what do we think about Ric Flair wrestling at the end of the month? Or at the oh, end of July, God. I should say. They say you want to die in the ring? I mean, yeah. and, and what do we? how do we feel about the rumored opponent being Hulk Hogan? Um, I'm so hurt by this. I really am. I'm hurt that Conrad wants to charge you 200 bucks for it, first of all. That's true. That's hurt. And I'm hurt that, that one of my heroes at... At seventy plus years old, wants this. Feels, feels compelled to get back in the ring for nothing. Uh, no, no, you ain't gonna ask because I ain't said that. Wait a minute, is that Lee, 
No, I thought that that was. Oh the, no, no. Okay, I that was a, I thought that was the champion. <laughs> but anyways, that was, that was PCC. Yeah, the the you know what, Phil, you're absolutely a hundred percent correct. And look, I'm tickled when I see the training videos of Ric Flair and Jay Lethal. You know, they're having fun. Flair's taking, you know, Flair's taking legit bumps, and you know they're having a good time. But do I want to see a match? No. You want to see a match with a dude who's in his seventies and doesn't look? He doesn't look cosmetically doesn't look the part, and he's got a pacemaker. And I'm glad Ricky Steamboat said no. Because Ricky Steamboat's smart. Yeah. Yeah. There's a time for it. There's a time for it. I keep saying that. Listen, I, I, you know, I'm a Dusty Rhodes fanatic. That's my. He, he was my all-time hero. But when Dusty Rhodes started doing these bull rope matches in ECW, yeah. and he's and don't get me wrong, I loved him and Steve Crino on the mic. But like when he started fight, when he was really out of shape and old, and like doing these matches <laughs> in WCW yeah. and 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 ECW. I was like, nah, man. That's not that's not my dream. That's not that's not Dusty Rhodes. That's 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 a old guy trying to get his shit still, and it's trying to get over, and it's not working. I think Dusty Rick, wrestled wrestled in WWE in 2010, I think. Oh yeah, that too. But like, I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but like, I I was there when he fought Steve Carino one night. I'm like, I was like, I was almost in tears. I was shaking. That's how excited I was to see Dusty in person. Again, but it was like, oh man, he couldn't hold his pants up. Like he couldn't. He was breathing heavy after like two spots. I mean, he yeah. beat the shit at Steve Carino, which was fantastic. But like, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel like Dusty. You I know, mean, it didn't feel like he was Stardust. He didn't feel like he was the Bullet of Woods. It right. Felt, felt, now look, felt, if you were to come and tell me that Greg Valentine is going to have a match on TV Monday Night on Raw, I would be like, okay. Uh, whatever, because Greg Valentine still wrestles, even though that he's he's almost seventy years old. But Ric Flair, hmm, you know, Wait, he. The difference between Greg Valentine and Ric Flair, though, is Greg Valentine will not put himself on TV and no, fight. He he'll go, he'll fight in, in the VFW post, yeah. you know, in Ocala where Rob is hanging out right now. Probably yeah. that's the way he'll go, and he'll fight, uh, you know, Johnny. Johnny come Main Street, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. guy. And work, and work a very slow match. Yeah, yeah, the guy who works in Staples during the week, and then he's a wrestler on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the dude that's Greg Valentine's headline. Yeah. And that's it. He'll take his payday, and he'll go down to the fucking Waffle House and have himself. With it. And he looks like an old lesbian anyways. I'm going to be cake and hang out. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, it just, it, it's just that it's killing me. It is. I'm excited. I'm excited that I'm, I mean I'm not going to pay the 200 bucks. I'm going to bootleg the rose. I'm going to bootleg all the star cash shit. I want to see the the horseman reunion. Um, but I don't even know I if the am, roast is going to be I'm, good, man. I don't even know if that roast will be good because who's going to get up there and roast them? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I it, it's it's just it's 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 I don't know. It's something to think about because I've you've seen the ones on everybody, TV. Everybody's those, dead. Yeah. What's that? Everybody's dead at this point. I want to see on and Tully roast him. JJ Dub. I, I don't. Him. I don't. I don't see. JJ's too nice of a person. I don't see Tully saying anything. Arn. Arn. Yes. But I don't know. Uh, I'm sure Mick Foley. I'm sure they'll bring Mick Foley in for that. Oh yeah, well, he's, he's under Conrad's have, umbrella they, now. So. Well, yeah, he. Uh, they, they have real heat too. So what? That would be compelling. But yeah. either way, like that. That's. I want to see that stuff. I don't want to see him in the ring. Yeah. 
it, especially it, it, if it's it against Hulk Hogan. It breaks my heart, man. Uh, and Hogan, Hogan wants no part of that. He's smart too. Like he doesn't, he doesn't need it. Conrad will throw. Conrad would throw enough money at Hogan to do. I'm it. sitting here. I'm I'm looking at a, a a trophy case right now above my couch with with Hogan's signature on his NWO belt, right? And it's reminding the every day of what you can do with less. And that's what Hogan was. Hogan was the smartest dude in the room because he did it with less. He didn't have to go all out anymore. When he turned heel, that's the turn was the actual work. Yeah. Well, that was the actual work that he put in. He didn't have to do anything else. Because he was Hulk Hogan. Hogan knew his limits. Hogan always knew his limits. And that's the only small thing I can say about him. He knew his limits. And that was it. Flair does not know his limits. He's he's in it for a payday. He's not in it for... I, I'm in it for the glory. You're not in it for the glory, dude. You're not in it for the glory. You're not. You're in it for the money. And it's sad. Because he's going to rake... You got to see the shirts they're selling. They're amazing, by the way. They got the full Austin shirt they brought back. They got a 605 Tony Schiavone uh, Crockett shirt. Like, this yeah. awesome shirts, man. Like, you know, but, like, the merch, it, 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 it's the, the Kool-Aid. It's bringing me to, to the Kool-Aid. Or, in my case, it's Tang. But they're bringing me to the Tang. It's like, it's, it's that kind of party. I don't want to see him in the ring, though. It's, it's, it hurts my soul as a fan. So, uh, two other things. Three other things, actually. So... You know this this week, I believe it was this week the uh, the Wendell Williams show came to an end, but Sherry Shepard has been hosting the show, and uh, she's actually taking over the show in the fall officially. How are you doing? And um, and I don't care what anybody says, she's still peace standing up. But anyways, um, so <laughs> Sherry Shepard said that she had a run in with MJF. <laughs> this past oh, recently, funny, that? and uh, and she tried to get an autograph for her son, and uh, apparently MJF gave her the business because he stays in character. He stays in character, and she didn't understand that. So, so yeah, so good for MJF. He pissed off Sherry Shepard. Um, the the other thing I wanted to uh, bring up was um, Dave Hebner. Reportedly passed away today at the age of seventy-three after battling Parkinson's disease. So, the uh, the twin brother of Earl Hebner. Uh, so, uh, so he can rest in peace. Um, and, you know, it's sad that he passed away due to, due to Parkinson's. Uh, and also, Brian Hebner announced that he's retiring as a referee this week. So, wow. there's a lot going on with the Hebner family, but. Um, and but, I'll be sure it's Dave, not Earl, who passed away, and they're, and they're, they're pulling the wool over our eyes. No, well, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. Shaylin actually broke the news to me while I was at uh, the girlfriend's house. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, and his most notable match is the, um, well, he's got two notable matches. He was the referee of record for the Ricky Steamboat, uh, Randy Savage match at, um, three. at WrestleMania 3. And, of course, he was part of the angle uh, when uh, Andre uh Sold the belt to Ted DiBiase on the uh, on the main event Genius. Uh, in February of '88. So, um, so yeah. So rest in peace, Dave Hebner, and uh, and yeah. So the other story that I think I wanted to touch on before we sign off here, and now I don't remember what it was. But either way, I mean, just so much crap has happened in my absence, and. Um, 
in the show's absence, I should say. And we have got some very interesting days ahead of us. That's all I can say. They just announced another match for uh, Forbidden Door. And what's that? It's going to be a three-way t- uh, tag team match for the IWGP and ROH tag titles. It's going to be FTR against uh, Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn, who are the IWGP. They just won the titles last week. And Rapongi Vice, which is Rocky Romero and Trent. So that's going to be a really good match. So a lot of, a lot of gold. Win it take all. <coughs> all right. Um... Let's see what else we got here. Um, and it is Pride Month, so you know. Yeah, when, when did that happen? It, it was Pride. It was Pride Day, and then, and then we, and then in New York it was a Pride Weekend. And now, and in Florida, it became a Pride Week in Disney, which it's the anniversary of me and Tony C uh, getting uh, getting enveloped by a group of lesbians in Disney Springs. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, the infamous—that's the—that's the infamous waitress testing Tony C's ability to, to actually eat macaroni and cheese. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's now a whole month. And listen, you know what? If people want to celebrate an entire month, their oh, situation. Oh no, I'm not. I, don't I'm not, I just didn't know. I, I it, like I, I was shocked because yeah. not that I, was shocked, I don't. I, I don't know when it became a month. I don't yeah. know. Like for I, example, like I understand now what Juneteenth is but like today I've got um, I got emails from people that I that I deal with that they're not working on Monday because they're going to observe Juneteenth which is technically supposed to be on, no there's nothing wrong with it but it, it's I thought it's technically observed on June 19th but they're taking the 20th off and my hospital's calling it cultural uh, awareness day like because we have so many different cultures that work in my job like they, they they won't say juneteenth which is i think is bullshit but um they give us eight vacation days eight vacation hours of a of a cultural awareness day i mean if that's the case then pay me time and a half on monday when i go to work fuck yeah um okay. but anyways um so i mean that's fine i bet the, the thing is the things have been changing so much that you know that we just want to placate to uh, to everybody, I guess, to make them happy. So, if anybody out there wants to scream that they don't have a day for something or a month, uh, just scream loud enough, and eventually, you'll get it. And uh, we got to make everybody happy, and um, and, uh, and that's fine. Yeah, my, There's nothing wrong with making people happy. Yeah, my friend doesn't celebrate Columbus Day anymore. He celebrates Indigenous People Day. And I was like, "All right, listen, I get it." And, and, that's, a, and that's a big, a big day for the Italians and the Spanish people. And right, yeah, yeah. I mean, up man. there, up there, I know New York shuts down for Columbus Day. Down here, we we kind of do, it's but we stupid. don't. Yeah, it did. No one, no, no one shows up to this parade. They shut down Fifth Avenue every year, and no one shows up to it. It's like they give they give the local the the the, the famous Guinea whoever he is that year they give him the sash, and it was it. It's not like St. Patrick's Day or. Thanksgiving, it, it's it, I don't know, but yeah, just whatever, man. You do you. We got a lot of uh, LGBTQ uh, listeners and fans of the show, so oh, God bless. We've got we 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 learned today that one of our LGBTQ plus what there's 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 letters that keep getting added to that. By the way, yeah. um, we found out today that one of our uh, one of one of our 
one of one of the affiliated members of this network um, hinted at the fact that they're in a in a lesbian thruple. What's a thruple? <laughs> thruple is a three way couple. A three-way couple? Yes. So it is... And they're all each other? uh, Yes. Okay. Yes. I believe that's that's the slang word, a thruple. Whatever whatever tickles your fake tits, man. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Your your fake tits and your your five o'clock shadow, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) Where's Choppy's Bell? I can't find Choppy's Bell. Oh, my God. And, Phil, you're not here sometimes, but... I I don't know if the picture is still there. I think I deleted it because the boys screamed loud enough for me to take it down. But there was a picture that I had left up in the chat of uh, of our of friend in question. Of, of the mule? Um, exactly. And and what happened yeah, was yeah, yeah. yeah and, and 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 the thing was he was uh, he was I think if I remember correctly she was wearing a. Um, like a one-piece bathing suit type thing, yeah, yeah, and yeah. showing off their voluptuous figure, as they put it, or some something like that. It was very, very distressing. But anyways, oh, uh, oh boy, this has been good. This has been fun, folks. Um, I've definitely had fun We're now. Glad you're back, boss. We're yeah. Glad you're back. Now, Surfer did go to bed. He couldn't hang. Yeah, he went to bed. He has to. He has to get up What's early that? tomorrow, and and I don't know, do something. What I don't know, but he has to do something, something important to make the the city of Philadelphia continue to to move on. And of course, we didn't even talk about the things that have happened in the world since we've been out. I mean, there have been two mass shootings. There have been, oh, you know, a lot of things going on in the world um, since we've been off. And you know, for God's sakes, just behave yourself, please. And, don't yeah, uh humans man jesus christ humans i someone asked me recently i was a friend of mine's going through a, a depression yeah. uh, and, I, and i i dealt with it I, I do deal with it right and he said to me what do you do what, what, what do you look forward to i said i have two i have two goals in the last four or five years of my life i have two goals one is not to be a burden to anybody <laughs> and two is just to be a better human better than i was yesterday and I think that's the goal for everybody, just to be a better human. You know, it's right. just it, take care of your fellow man, take care of yourselves, and just be a better human. Don't exactly. be a jerk off. Be kind to animals. Be be nice to children. Exactly. And don't break the law. And don't break the law. Exactly. Um, it, it you know it, you can get into the whole gun reform thing. You can get into the whole you're right, you're left, you're indifferent. The bottom line is no one's being a better human, because better humans won't do stuff like this. Unless they're, they're, I mean, it, there's so many factors in this, and you you can do a whole other show on this. It's like right. it's ridiculous, but now I will I will say this: Phil does a very good job in in uh, maintaining his composure, but he's not organized in his bouts of being in a funk. Because I do follow Phil's yeah. posts on Facebook, and when Phil gets into a funk, he'll put something like, "Right now, all I want." is a sandwich and I don't yeah. have mayonnaise. Yeah. You know, he'll say stuff like yeah. that or he'll say, you know, I just want a beverage. I just want an adult beverage and I, and I don't have one at home, you know? Yeah. And, and then five minutes later you see, I passed a Walgreens and I picked this up. You, and you my know? bus driver was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm drinking on your bus and deal with it. Yeah. So usually I think you have to, 
you, you really have to like just focus on what gets you through the day. Yes. You know, it, it, everybody has a plight, man. You, oh, you, yeah. You threw, you threw like 17 things at me like last week when you said, I got this going on, I got this going on. And I'm like, <laughs> I was texting you while walking into the hospital. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this is, and this is what's, what, you know, we, we break the fourth wall now with, with, with the fan base. Like, you know what? This, it, I think it makes us more genuine with the, with the connection that we have with, with the people that download our shows. But in the same breath, it's like we're still trying to be better people every day. Of Whatever course. was, it's just it's it's sad that society picks and chooses now what's good and what's bad, and it's not even not even like having a moral fiber anymore. Like just you know, I, I want to be a better human than I was yesterday because yeah. I feel like I need to, and if Absolutely. I don't, I'm gonna want more of those adult beverages. I'm gonna want more mayonnaise on my sandwich. Horrible things that I yeah. that I don't need of all the all the time. Exactly. Just wanna get, I just want to get by, and I want people to be just be nice to each other, man. Like, and, and not like the kumbaya shit either. Like, I'm no, not no. I'm not that naive. No, no, no. But and I live in a city with the, with, with his filth. You know, it's just, just be nice to people, man. Love you love yourself, and then you can do everything else. Then it's you work just, on the neighbors. Yeah, if, even if you want to. Like, I don't even know who my fucking neighbors are anymore. Yeah, when I was a kid, are. we all knew who our neighbors were. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. You don't know who your neighbors are. I don't. I live here, too. I, I, June 1st was two years I'm here. And I know, like, two people in the building. And I know one person who lives down the block. That's because he was friends with my father-in-law who used to live around. So but, it's like, but in the like, old, but in the old days, you would go into the neighbor's house and yes. and you know, hey, do you can I borrow your whatever or can mom can mom borrow your vacuum? Yeah, ours just broke. Yeah, but like it's just, people took care of each other, man. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I said. What I said to you, like, yo, you need me to take take the the helm at the I'll host for you, whatever, whatever, whatever gets us, whatever gets the machine going. We got to do, and that's just in life in general, not just the rock. <laughs> that's in life in general. I, like, I will say this though, because he's off the air and he's not—he's he's not listening unless he downloads the show later to recap everything that we said. But Surfer probably was the neighbor that didn't return the shit that, that he borrowed. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what? I was so happy that I got a text from him when I was looking for it. I was at that—that that, 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 the, the text where you dope beverage. He texted me that day. Yeah, okay. it was random. Like I haven't heard from Surfer. You know, it's it's shit like that that you know. I mean, I, yeah. I appreciate. I like. I appreciate the guys. They were checking up on me. Phil or um, Surfer sent me a message. Um, oh God, uh, three days ago, asking about my mom, and um, so you know, I appreciate everybody that also checking up on me. I, I mean, I I had publicly put something on on Facebook, um, you know, pretty much explaining what was going on. And, you know, the listeners, they've all been nice, too. They've all, you know, said, you know, we hope you get better and this and that. So, you know, at least our family here has been very caring and very thoughtful and nice and this and that. So uh, that's yeah. that's that's the one positive we do have in, in this world. Uh, everybody else, well, they can go to hell. Um, that's it. That's about it, you know. And, and, and look, I've been, I've been using – I was doing so good – on my diet and losing weight and this and that. I was doing so good and then all this happened and I have just been enjoying shit that I hadn't enjoyed for three months. So I've had my share of my Reese's peanut butter cups and Oreos and Doritos <laughs> and things like that. And, um, 
you know, I've, I've taken full advantage of the fact that I've, I was sick and, and crap like that. But, but anyways, all right. So, again, let me recap what's going on here. Will we be on the air Tuesday night? Probably not, only because I think we talked about everything that we're possibly going to talk about. And come Tuesday, I, it's unlikely much is going to change between now and Tuesday. So, with that being said, the next time we will be back on the air, as of right now, I would like to come back on the air next Friday at the same time. But we're going to assess the week and go from there. And, uh, and you know, I'll touch bases with everybody in advance to see if everybody's okay with it and clear and they've got, they don't have anything going on. Because, of course, I you know, I, I don't want anybody to disrupt their plans and things like that. I only want to do it if, you know, if you're sitting home and staring at the wall. That's that's all I care about. Um, and luckily, unfortunately, you know, in this situation, everybody was staring at the wall tonight. Um, so, you know, if that's the case next week, well, we'll probably do this again on Friday, same time after SmackDown, and we'll talk another round of wrestling and have some fun and, you know, piss some people off and, you know, yell at each other and do what we do best. Um, in terms of the network, okay, now that as soon as I get off the air here, uh, I have been I have been slacking this week, obviously for obvious reasons. All the shows are going to be updated. They were updated last week's shows were all updated, but this week's shows things that have aired since last Friday's Turnbuckle Throwbacks have not been updated on the feed. We are gonna I will update everything now as yeah. soon as we get off the air, including tonight's show from Turnbuckle Throwbacks. We will rebroadcast not only Turnbuckle Throwbacks, but we'll rebroadcast this show. Uh, give me it's it's almost one o'clock in the morning, so if you're awake and you're hanging around, probably at around two a.m. Those shows are going to start re-airing, and then of course they'll replay you know through the course of the normal cycle um, because all the shows get aired uh, I think three times a day. Um, right now so um you could tune into the feed at any point and of course you can download everything off uh off the various uh, da- uh streaming sites <coughs> um and that is it if there's any breaking news we will be uh posting that information on social media um but i don't think anything will break over the weekend it's unlikely it's very rare that stuff breaks on the weekend uh, and that's that. So Monday, Shiny Wizards, they'll be live at 645 uh, with their show. Um, then the next live show would this coming week would be the Mark Order podcast at 1015 following AEW Dynamite. Then Friday, uh, at some point, Phil will do an episode of Turnbuckle Throwbacks because uh, yeah, Phil's and- been having schedule issues as well. Uh, last week, Phil did the show live at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, so, so just yeah, we'll, stay tuned yeah. to social media. Phil will keep you guys, you know, abreast of the situation. We're trying. You know, it's Choppy's consumed with work, and um, Jay just got, just, him and his girl just got engaged. They're buying a house, which might hinder our anniversary plans next month, which sucks. Might have to have the anniversary show in August. So it's um it's we're trying so, right. but we're keeping it we keep we're posting everything on social media like right. like Double A said so, yeah. 
Uh, thanks, thanks everybody for sticking by. With, we're not doing a lot. I, I love to do the live shows. You guys all know that. I love to yeah. have the camera on us and all that shit. Yeah. I love doing all that. All I right. just, I, I, I'm having, I'm having a hard time getting my guys. My yeah. son's been filling in. Right. <laughs> like my son comes over and he's like, I'll fill, yeah, I'll fill. But, you know, whatever. You know, but now he's 15. I can't, you know, expect exactly. him to come over and do and my he's, podcast. He's starting to have a know, life of, a, of his own. He just got himself a little job, you know. Oh my god. So can you believe it, dude? I I, I, I just can't believe it. Like he can't, he called me up like uh can't come over today. I was like, why? What's going on? I want to hang out. No, you know, I I gotta, I gotta work. I gotta work. What? <laughs> I got I got you got a job? Yeah, I got a job. He, he's like doing working in a restaurant, in the kitchen, moving stuff and all that. So good yeah, for him. Look at you that. Know? He's 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 gonna, he's gonna he's gonna surprise you one day and bring food over. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's gonna eat all mine. But I mean, we've his age and done all that yeah. shit, but. It it is weird. It is weird when they get to that age and they're like, "No, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I'm not." What are you doing Sunday? I'm like, "It's Father's Day Sunday. Go see your dad. Make time for him." Oh yeah, yeah. Then make time for me. He's like, "Yeah, I'll work." Okay, good. (laughs) He doesn't even know what's going on. He wants to go to work. Oh man. But yeah, thank you for everybody for sticking by. (laughs) And what we we always put out good shit. So it ain't like we're when even when we're slacking, we put out good stuff. So I'm being I'm not being biased. Um, biased. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Um, now we, I had thought about doing an anniversary show for the rant as well because we are. It's a big one for us. It's number fifteen, but um, I don't know yet what we're gonna do. I haven't. I, I haven't given it much thought to tell you the truth. Um, it, the the actual date is July twenty fourth, but I don't know. Um, you know what we're gonna do, and and then on top of that, my birthday's in July, so I don't know if we're gonna what we're gonna do, and that's a big birthday too. I'm gonna be forty, and yeah, um, yeah. I know. So, um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what things uh, we'll see how the, the the next couple of weeks here progress um, with things here in the homestead that if it allows me to to do certain things, if um, if I'm able to, I'll, I'll do it. If not, eh, well, the hell with it. Um, I do have plans for us to do some sort of pay-per-view coverage for SummerSlam because it's uh, a Saturday. Um, it does make life a little bit easier when it's on a Saturday. So yeah. um, so we will um, – details on that you know, are forthcoming right now. Um, and that's it. Yeah. That's it. So any final thoughts from, uh, from you guys? No, no, good show. Yeah, it's been fun. I've, I've enjoyed it. Friday night. Friday night, and Tony, see that you're you're you've broken in the new house completely. Uh, trying, trying, getting some more stuff in here. That's you know what I'm saying. That's, Tony, are you, are you close to where you were in winter? You're, are you? When you further west, he's in, Lees- he's in Leesburg. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm 27. I'm probably 27 and 75, close to 75. Right. Congrats. Yeah. That the smart that that smart house hasn't taken over yet and done shit that you didn't want it to do. <laughs> oh, but with the internet going out, if the internet have any issues, stuck, got to do everything yourself. Like 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 the old days, right, Tony? See, you had to turn on the oven yourself instead of programming it from your phone. 
turn on your thermostat and all of that. But, uh, what a shame. You know what, what a shame. You actually Damn. had to get up and, and, and manipulate the thermostat by using your hands. Right. Oh, man. Anyway. Louis Vuitton Rain was irrelevant to oh, that. Just throw that out there. I think just for that, I think I'm going to play his theme song to close out the show. Uh, I want to be it's on it, shit. Oh, you're going to have to hear it anyway because I'm going to play it. Anyways. Oh, um, so, with that said, I want to thank uh, Surfer for staying up past his bedtime. It's much, much appreciated. Uh, I, know, I know it was. It, you know, it was a big deal for him, but of course he could not resist not talking about the controversies of wrestling because he told yeah. us there's a lot to talk about tonight. You know, he made, he made it, you know, no shit. There was a lot to talk about. Yeah. I, want, I want to thank Phil for coming on and tagging with us tonight. And of course, uh, <coughs> Tony C being patient with, uh, with uh, the uncertainty of me and, and everybody, you know, Amen. life happens, life happens unfortunately. That's sure. true. All right, folks. So with that said, for everybody listening live, because uh, I know there's some of you out there and everybody listening on the download. Again, if you're listening live, this this, this today's shows will replay at around 2 o'clock in the morning. And, um, and, uh, and yeah, so have a great weekend. And we will see you when we will see you. For Phil, for Tony C, I'm Double A. Have a good night, everybody.